11 o'clock comics episode 248 <laughs> 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 we away from yeah, but I think okay, so it's back. That's pretty badass, though. I, I didn't, but I was thinking David played back, play back, play back. Well, see, that's why I told Skip the third. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> yes, it was all the way back. Like, Amazing. But nevertheless, it is because we're making foreskin. Yes. <laughs> Well done, Sir Jason. And then we're done. Drop, drop mic, walk off stage, and it's over. Not exactly what that would After episode 150, when you had to go to a barn spiel, you're like, how's he going to drop the mic? Dude, I've got so many bond spiels coming up. It's this next two months. Are crazy. No, I'm going to I'm going to Monroe, the Swiss cheese capital of America, and then I'm going to the. Jesus Christ. And then I'm going to. The Do you have Waltham. to wear the cheese hat? Dude, it's going to be crazy. And then I've got a bond spiel in Waltham, which is outside of Triumph, Illinois, which is a little two sheet club out in the middle of like a cornfield. And then we're doing a mixed bond spiel, which is ba- it's the whole theme is movies, and I'm going to dress up as Walter from um, uh, the Bill Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. It's oh going to be awesome. My God, you're out of your element, Donnie. We, we <laughs> do, um, I've got a, I've got a Folgers can already. To oh, go. that's the awesome. <laughs> we, uh, I, I, I guess. Oh, dude! Oh, it's it's brilliant. God damn, that's a brilliant movie. Brilliant. Fucking nihilists! <laughs> there is. I, I I'm guessing that, as Chris just said, with with all his engagements, I know that obviously the week of the of C two E two, I guess we're probably going to record the twenty third. I think that's a Tuesday. Sure. Because Wednesday we're planning on heading out. So it'd be kind of hard to, to record Wednesday night. Right. Yeah. Correct. But so, I mean, so that's Tuesday, and then with Chris's thing, so I guess we're at that time of the year where we might be rescheduling on Wednesday. Shuffling. Yeah. yeah. Every day when, I'm shuffling. Whenever he talks about a bond spiel, I always think he's bringing up my cousins. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. It's 11 o'clock comics, episode 248. We are the crickets. Be? <laughs> yes, we are. I am Vince B. Yes, you are, and I am a uh, um, Bond Spielin Christopher Neesman. Oh, you are. I am in in enamored with Bill Kane, David A. Price. Wow. Oh. Yes, you long are. name. <clears throat> and I'm Lene Kekua, otherwise known as Ronaya Tuasasopo. <laughs> I'm not even going to try that because no, you're not <laughs> that person. <laughs> yeah. You have persons or persons. You you are Jason Wood, everybody. Wait, you're who? Wait, you're who? Who? And see, and with that, I know that two of my. It, I affirm that two of my co-hosts are not sports fans, and the one. Wait, who is, is, is this the, 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 the news no, today? Tell you, the the hoax, the the tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh for, God! For, you know, for what? the non-sportsmen out there, so. Manti Teo is the star linebacker for the University of Notre Dame, and he was second. Uh, he didn't deserve to be, but he was second uh, in the Heisman voting this year, uh, and widely argued to be one of the better defensive defensive players in college. So it came be. out to bust. Yeah, it came out today. He is a he's a Samoan 
uh, Catholic that plays at Notre Dame. Um, it's a Mormon. The, the, the very beginning of this season, um, it was reported that his grandmother passed away, and then in the same day, his girlfriend passed away. And it was right before the Michigan State game, and he had a big press conference. And they basically built his entire season and Heisman campaign and everything over the death of the quote-unquote love of his life. Well, it came out today that not only was she not the love of his life, she didn't exist. She was a, she, he got he either got catfished or it was no. some ridiculous yeah. hoax. Or as many are suggesting, he may be homosexual, and that's not as unfortunately that's just it. We're still in a archaic enough society where that's yeah. not acceptable in football. But hell? but something went on where this this person that was the love of his life and that he was playing didn't exist. Never existed. existed. Well, the and Mormons name, take ten percent of your income, so maybe well, they he's, take ten percent of your Catholic. family too. He's a Catholic. I thought um, no, no, he's actually he's Mormon. He's Mormon. Oh, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that Mormon. makes more sense because Samoans yeah. are generally Mormon. Okay. Um, but uh, her her name was supposedly supposedly Lene Kekua, and now they're saying that she was a made up like Facebook profile of. A guy named Ronaya Tuisa Sopo, who happens to coincidentally be one of Manti Teo's childhood friends. So, uh, very shady stuff. It's whenever you, whenever you, it's easy to make fun of your Notre Dame friends, and 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 because now we have jokes forever. And, and the best <laughs> part of it is, do you know how you find out who your Notre Dame friends are? Uh, how they tell you. It's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. That's yeah, yeah. That's an old joke. How how do you tell a Notre Dame graduate? <laughs> you don't. They tell you. <laughs> I like that. It's true. And you know what we're gonna tell you? You can get your books <laughs> disgustingly <laughs> cheap at discount comic book service, DCBService.com. Com. Forget forget about all this comic shop. Just, just 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 a scant two and a half hours south of South Bend, Indiana. That's right. Home of Notre Dame University. All this ridiculousness about comic shop camaraderie. Camaraderie is not going to put books in your box. DCBS is going to put books in your box and cheap. Get this from Kaboom, the Adventure Time mathematical hardcover. Uh, it's huge and it's cheap at DCBS. It's only $17.49. That's half off the cover price from Image Comics. It's the art of. The second greatest comic book artist of all time, Todd McFarlane. It's called Devils in the what? Details. <laughs> it's called Devils in the Details. And it's, you can't even say it's true. It's, it's, like, it's big and it's thick and it's thirty nine ninety nine everywhere else but DCBS. It's nineteen ninety nine there. It's like this magical portal to savings. You walk through the door, everything is like cheaper, way cheaper. Wasn't that nice? And my very first Ape Entertainment book. I pre-ordered the shit out of oh, this because nice. I'm very curious. It's from their man- new mature. I was going to say manure readers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Poison Elves? Yes. Poison Elves, number one from uh, Ape Entertainment. Cover price, two ninety nine. Your price, $1.64. Unheard of. $1.95. And if you are a first-time DCBS customer... David is going to tell you the code in a few seconds to get you an extra 8% off your very first order. David, what the hell is that code? That code would be EOC8. Very simple. EOC, 11 o'clock, 8 for an extra 8%. And do not forget, the Banthology 2 is now up for pre-order at DCBS. You can get it for 35% off. And 
these are people near and dear to our hearts because they're on our forum. Get the Banthology. We do like them. Go to DCBService.com and get cheap comics. You can get camaraderie on the internet for free. You don't have to go to a a comic book store. (laughs) So go get lots of books. That's what she said. There you go. Yeah. You got it. No doubt. What else? Hi, guys. Hi. What are you doing? I'm pissed. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I know yeah, about you what you're Wait, are you yeah, drunk? You didn't eat your no, spinach. I'm pissed. He's what? drunk to the spinach. My Wednesday was strong to the spinach because he eats his spinach. Because issue 12 is the last issue of Roger Langridge and Company's Popeye, and I am torqued. I didn't know Marvel was publishing Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just pissed. I don't want, I don't really want to get into it. Everybody knows why I'm pissed because it's a great friggin' book, the best ongoing I, of 2012. I, I, I didn't See, even yeah I didn't know. It's t- too bad we we didn't have the 11 o'clock because we're ready because that, that could have <laughs> cleaned up in Vince's category. <laughs> it's gonna be going on. There you go. Well, I don't think. But anyway, Vince, Vince is like, what are the 11 o'clock What? No, dude, I'm I'm mulling them over. I I don't like. <laughs> dude, I'm I was not, drinking. Don't do that, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not impulsive when I do the 11 o'clock I have well, to and think. Chris, I, Chris has got his whole battle filled up, but he hasn't even bothered to log in yet. <laughs> it's a joke. Um, hey, <laughs> you hey, like it though, right? No, like hey, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to I'm dry, I'm trying to keep I'm I'm keeping the slate clean. I'm oh. I'm, I'm slating that clean, bro. It, yeah, it's David. Full, you're completely filled in roster, but you're, cool you're, 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 all your categories have picked. Yep, that's fine. I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm, I look forward to hearing what I picked. Bendis, 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 <laughs> so Bendis. are we. And we're, we're looking forward to hearing you say what you picked. Mm-hmm. Well, and I uh-huh. have to commend our listeners because, you know, the last few years we've had the thread up for months before we actually do the awards. Right. Yeah. And people kind of go in and update as they will. And uh, my, at a, my own fault, I didn't put the thread up until late December. So I thought we may uh, get the gas face this year in terms of submissions. But uh, even after like three or four weeks, we already have almost as many submissions as we did last year. And uh, I suspect since we have two weeks to go, we – So anyone that hasn't did yet, you can go to our forums at forums.bullpenbulletins.podcast.com. Uh, and you that's can, David's bet. I know. And it's also pinned. Wrong. It's the 11 o'clockers thread. And please do vote. Uh, and also, some of you voted and had like placeholders and when you first submitted, but haven't gone back and filled them in. So um, I know I talked to a few people this week that had forgotten that they needed to fill them in, and they they thanked me for reminding them. So I'm reminding all the rest of you that maybe don't hang out in our forums regularly. Make sure you log back in and answer them because we are doing the show in two weeks on the thirtieth. So Those you ready? Goes yes, yes. Take it, Chris. Um, what are you drinking, Mr. Bonavolio? <laughs> hey, what's the name? Just roll uh, off the Yeah. <laughs> I am drinking Sam Adams Boston Lager, Sam Adams White Christmas, and changing <laughs> it up, same Sam Adams Winter Lager. Cray cray. Love oh, the Sam Adams. I don't get this when people say so Sam Adams is like swell. I think their beer's great. It is. It is. So, no, no. Hey, the, uh, compared to compared to most of the beer out there in the yeah. middle U.S., Sam Adams does a really nice job. Their Boston Lager is fine. It's it's a it's a it's a really nice beer. So in a in a a beer industry dominated by light lager bullshit, it's it's a Piss it's water. a fine beer. Yes, it's they 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 do they do some they do some nice stuff. They're 
you know, whatever. It's, you know, it's fine. Um, David, how about you? Uh, I saw this <laughs> bottle of wine at the liquor store this weekend. I've never had it before. And the reason I picked it up is because it references uh, James Cagney and Edward G. Robinson on the back in the description. It's called Big House Red. Red Ooh, wine from California. Biggie, biggie. Put you in the big house. <laughs> <laughs> biggie, 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 can't you see? It's not the too bad. this guy's name? It's the home. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. I love Edward G. Robinson. He is awesome. When you when you finally meet my buddy, uh, Dowdy, you will hear the best Edward G. Robinson oh, impersonation you will ever hear. Is he coming to Chicago with you? No, no. But he's oh. he does a mean Edward G. No, I'll let him, I'll let him leave my uh, cell phone voice <laughs> reading. Uh, continue, Mister Wood. Uh, I wish I had something better to tell you, but I'm drinking Diet Dr Pepper. Wow. Really? Yeah. We're doing that. We're doing this again. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I mean, it's it's uh. You doing the Zumba, you, dude? No, I, I just that's what I got tonight. I don't. So no, there's no grand conspiracy. I just uh, happened to be uh, drinking some regular drinks, and uh, all of a sudden I said, "Oh snap, it's time to record." So I didn't really get a chance to fix the drink. He is, he must be doing something after the show. We, you want the whiskey? We dick. we we, we would have waited. <laughs> well, maybe uh, oh, he takes three maybe minutes. Maybe when you start talking about whatever book you're going to talk about, I'll go and get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh. That's sweet. <laughs> I love Touching you. even. I love you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I stopped off at uh, at the uh, Revolution Brewing uh, Tap Room on the way home tonight, which is one of my favorite places in the entire world. So uh, I grabbed a, a one of their their TV party beers which is their new uh tv their new party rye. really it, it's called tv party and it's a it's a um a rye ale which is very Circle tasty jerks, and, I, and i you know they have an entire yeah it's from their repo man line nice. um, they, they they took the entire repo man soundtrack and they have created a beer for every song that is awesome wow. and that's sweet I would buy the shit out of all of them. I don't care if they tasted like like urine. I would just because well, of what they are. They don't taste like urine. They taste like awesome. And so <laughs> whenever whenever you come for um uh for C two E two, we'll have to go to uh, uh to Revolution and get all of the uh, the Repo Man beers. I would sing this TV party song as I drank the beer. Well, that would be messy. Well, well, nice. Um, <laughs> so. By You're the way, terrible. guys, just so you know, I'm this uh-huh. close to securing us an ambulance for the drive to Chicago. A ambulance? An ambulance? An ambulance. <laughs> All we That'd need now is a crazy bug-eyed doctor to come with us. Wow. Well, I'll take my glasses off. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about like, you, got you know. the crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, so, yeah, that's, uh, but I'm not drinking that. But they do have, they do have the whole reason. Oh, wait, 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 bear to lead. <laughs> hey. They do have the whole. They, they do it's have buried the whole, in your head. The, the whole. <laughs> uh, but um, no, I'm having their uh, their Eugene Porter. At the, I already drank the TV. The, 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 the... <laughs> Jason's gone. He's out of here. I'm right here. What are you talking about? 
I don't understand. <laughs> this episode is jank. Can you- <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at you. I, lo- I love Dan. Like you did the, the damn puppet. I had you dangle to. the string, and you just, oh, I'm going to dance. I dance for you. <laughs> That's why they like me best. That is. <laughs> Well, except except for Bad Art Dog, because Jason's his yeah, favorite. Yeah, Bad Art Dog. Love but you, I'm man. just happy to be with Vince and the boys. That That's all I care about. <laughs> Sondrink the Porter. Now let's you talk about You probably think this song is about you. <laughs> wow. Hey, let's, let's talk about music tonight. <laughs> no, we, no, no, no. Jason would, would go ballistic. No. Why don't we? I'll no. dig up some old spin magazines. <laughs> I used Best? to love spin. Oh really? Yeah, I like spin. I like spin. first first day. couple of years were good. Yeah, I, I, but then it became something weird. Yeah, yeah. I I used to like Rolling Stone. Me too. Yeah, in the in the seventies, it was great. Yeah. Yep. So, and, Although my all time favorite music magazine was The Source. Wow, we are so That's different. Well, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, you were a big hip hop fan, so why would you like The Source? Yeah. Right. I I, you know, I I don't know what I'd pick for my all time favorite. It would probably be either be Cream or Trouser Press. Oh, Jesus. Cream was good. Cream was yeah. good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Rolling Stone was good for a really long time, and then they just kind of it was. It, it's like they followed this arc of MTV where they just like fell off of a cliff into nothing and yeah somewhere about like 1995 i was just like yeah i can't read you anymore greatest writer in the history of rock and roll criticism and or commentary hunter s thompson lester bangs oh boom yeah 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 dave, well, dave I, marsh I, is I, okay I, but lester bangs I used, wow. yeah, I, used, I used to love the the hunter s thompson articles oh know? yeah well that yeah, they're he, brilliant they're hunter so s thompson was legit i mean he was oh and everything he, cre- he created a whole writing style so did lester but i mean as far as like those paid to solely do rock and roll reviews and commentary like lester banks was yeah the shit yeah. yep absolutely absolutely amazing stuff amazing. So what's everybody reading right. yeah let's do some comics here before we lose Actually, our listeners i want to i want to talk about what i've been watching oh yeah we do oh i uh, don't even have my bookie book um because i think Jason, David, and I mm-hmm. all watched um, the a same movie. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. So um, I think it was kind of like the weekend of dread for yeah, us. Yes. yes, which is random, right? Because yeah. it is. It is. That, that couldn't have been planned because I we were out over the weekend. I saw it. I grabbed it, and we don't tend to really buy movies anymore. So I wanted to get this, especially because of the documentary that I, all of the documentaries that I still haven't seen yet, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad I did. Hmm. I what it what, there was. Um, well, when, you know, whenever I whenever I posted on Facebook that that I watched it, and uh, I come home on Saturday night, and you know, Marta and I had been up, I don't know, curling or, or or something, and it was about eleven o'clock, and I was not you know it's one of those nights where i was a little restless and was like you know you go ahead and go to bed i'm gonna i'm gonna hang out and read or do whatever and and i was like you know what i'm gonna watch dread so i i threw it in and you know it's like 11 o'clock on a saturday night which is way past my fucking bedtime these days and it's like yeah do i want to be up to like 1 1 30 watching a movie i'm like yeah this one this one will do I fucking loved it loved every fucking second of it it was one of those that just kept me awake 
you know, all, you know, into the, the wee hours for, mm-hmm. you know, an old fart like me, um, there was not a whole lot of, of deep social commentary, you know, to the, it kind of was what it was. It was a, it was a bang, bang, shoot, shoot, futuristic dystopian movie. And I'm, I'm completely cool with that. You know, I think it was, uh, uh, Vern on, on Facebook was kind of talking about how it missed the point of, of dread from right, yeah, 2000 yeah, AD with its social commentary and its satire and, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think that, um, the one that we have now in comparison to the, uh, the Sylvester Stallone one is that it is so, I, I think that they missed the mark on 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 both sides of where the comic is. You know, the Stallone one was so campy and ridiculous and 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 stupid, and this one was really just a a you know a guy walking around, you know, shooting bad. It was very RoboCop, I guess is you know uh, kind of how I was thinking about it, and um, at the I'm fine with that. It was good. I, I I I enjoyed the shit out of it. I don't need I don't need it to be this you know social commentary force of good. I just kind of wanted to see dread being dread. Being dread, and absolutely. I you know not seeing is, his face. That how awesome because you know what that that was one of the cool things because Carl Urban is not an unknown actor he's right. been in in a lot of stuff and not an unattractive man either I mean no for, no it, it, what what cracks me what cracks me up is that he's Scotty in the the yes the, the yeah. Star Trek the Star Trek movie mm-hmm. and to think of that character as yeah. being dread it's well, like really same that, guy i mean all he has to do is kind of stand up straight and part his hair because it's he has played i mean whether it's it's in the lord of the rings trilogy or the the the, the born supremacy or any any other movie that he's been in uh was he in doom i mean there have just been movies where they need a, a big guy and then here he is as yeah. as sawbones mccoy and it's like that's just that's crazy but but he he Played a fantastic dread. He was he was great, and you know I I don't know how it's done monetarily, and I hope it gets a second life in in the DVD Blu-ray sales because I would love to see them revisit this world. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I think that's the thing about about dread and is that yeah, there's a lot of commentary that you can have in the world at large and where we're going and where we've you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think Dredd is kind of this constant. He is, um, you know, if you read the, the Stephen King Dark Tower series, you know, he's, he's very much like, like the protagonist in that series. He is like this, this force of nature that just goes through the world and the commentary is everything that happens around him. And so I, I, I think that, that the Dredd movie, that there was, there was stuff that you could, that you could pick out of there and say, you know, blah, blah, it has this meaning or, or that meaning. But, you know, at its core, it was, it was an overmatched police force at war with an out of control world and absolutely incredibly entertaining. I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it too. Uh, And, you know, again, I haven't read much, much dread comics, but I would tell you, um, after seeing this movie, I'm dying to dig into that, 
uh, case files that we have. Two brother. Um, yeah. Now I, I'm ho- now I know that Vern, like you said, had said that that kind of the movie missed the point. So I don't know if the comics are going to necessarily be the same kind of uh, experience that the movie was. I hope it's close enough because the movie, man, I'll tell you. I mean, it was one of those things where um, I, I literally was just on iTunes. And, you know, with my commute, I, I, I rent a lot of movies and I just, I saw it and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, eh, for two bucks, you know, like whatever. So I, I rented it and really didn't expect anything from it. I, I hadn't heard anything about it review wise. Like you said, I didn't even know how it did in the box office. I don't think it was great success because not good. Not good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I fucking loved every minute of it, man. And like Judge Anderson is cool and I'm pretty sure there's been a lot of oh, comics with her. Um, I love the premise of her. Uh, like you said, I, I loved Carl Urban's portrayal. Um, you know, it, uh, it, 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 I thought the premise was great because it was just, um, you know, the, this, it was a self-contained adventure that made all the sense in the world. You know, they, they, it just, it was a premise that, uh, you, you knew was self-contained to the movie. Uh, he was, it was, it was, it set up this, you know, this popcorn action, uh, sequence. I thought the, some of the stuff that they they had in in the movie, in terms of like, uh, you know, like the, the the things they had to escape from, and were great. And to me, really, the star of the movie, I mean, was Mama, was was Lena yeah. Headey. Oh yeah. I, I was gonna say, how, how did you like Cersei slash yeah, Sarah exactly. Connor? Exactly. I mean, so for those, that, <laughs> Lena Headey is 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 Queen Cersei from from Game of Thrones, and uh, and she plays in this movie. She plays. Uh, a former prostitute Mama. who is uh, who is um, scarred, a really bad scar in her face, and it, it kind of makes her snap, go mental, and she uh, she becomes a crime lord, and she's but she's just an unmitigated, cold blooded sociopath. She's just yeah. she she's a sadist, and, and she's also super smart. And yeah. seeing this petite, you know, pretty. I mean, she has the big scar in the movie, but she's still sexy, right? She's got sex appeal. This petite, mm-hmm. sexy woman that's just just got a bloodlust and is just a, you know in control of hundreds of these thugs and they all fear her to no end this was awesome you know she was an awesome villain like yeah i think she oh, was better was yeah she was a better villain than like 90 percent of the comic book movie villains we've seen like ever i thought she was great and so i don't know maybe you guys know the answer answer to this is is mama a, a character that existed in the comics i don't know yet yeah, because if it out. is, I want to read those stories. That, that was <laughs> you know, fucking it, it, awesome. It's 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 cool because I, you know I want to touch on this maybe a little bit later. But I saw two movies in the last week. I saw Dread, and I finally went. Uh, Marta and I went and saw Skyfall. She had already seen it, but but mm-hmm. I finally got to see Skyfall and Mama and and Bardan's bad guy in in Skyfall. I, I mean, I've seen two amazing on-screen movie villains now and they, they were both kind of similar in just how fucking creepy they were L- loved both of them yeah um, she was she was fantastic they, yeah. they pulled no pu- i mean and and she made she she avon barksdale was turned into a bitch in this movie you had there were uh, they pulled no punches and as soon as i mean as soon as 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 the three uh, suspects are fleeing from Dread, and Homeboy's trying to cross the street, and as soon as that happens, it's like I might as well. All right, then obviously they are not. And and the same thing happened when when someone's guns going off, whether it's in someone's head or not. It's they they really were not going to rein in the violence. There 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 were f bombs 
out the wazoo, which I don't mind. I, I started. I asked Renee before we watched before I put it in. Is it something that when we bought it, if it was something that the she wants to see, should I wait? She goes no. And as as I'm watching it, like three minutes in, I'm like, yeah, no, she she wouldn't. She went big on this, so uh, I am glad. It was late Saturday night, and and yeah, I, I had um, I was bummed at first. I thought something was wrong with the disc because it's the uh, it's a hybrid standard and 3D Blu-ray disc. I don't have a 3D player, but I, I so I popped it in the PlayStation, and all all it did would just it kept spinning. The 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 PS3 is just trying to read it. Nothing would it wouldn't even register that there was a disc in it. So took it out, tried a regular DVD, tried a um. Tried actually, I put in the Losers Blu-ray. Everything else worked, so I went downstairs to the old Samsung Blu-ray player, and that worked with no problem. So I don't plan on getting any more 3D Blu-rays, but I'll just be wary of that. But it, it, you know, I, I stayed up to watch it, and I, it was great. Normally, I can kind of, it's kind of the same thing on why, why the first Hellboy movie isn't my favorite of the two because you mm-hmm. they're introducing sure. a character that that character is your eyes and ears and 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 they're experiencing this world for the first time so so you you are too that, that that's your avatar and sometimes that can annoy me or it can be like an easy way out as far as storytelling things like that but i had no problems with anderson she she was aside from another easy on the eyes character in the movie but i thought i thought uh, well she was in a lot of ways she was the movie she was the moral compass of the movie which i i enjoyed quite a bit yeah and uh, dreadle you know bring up regulations and and, and you know you know you know the the relationship that i kept thinking of throughout the movie and this is a very much a comic book thing it's wolverine and kitty pride that's interesting Oh, I didn't thought of that. Yeah, I mean, it's there. I mean, that's if you want to go back to like you know the the nineteen eighties Wolverine and Kitty Pride dynamic. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. it right there. So, no, well, I mean, I'll tell you. You know, the the thing. Uh, I mean, I, I I'm just be. It's funny. I think I just have always misunderstood Dread as a character. Like I always avoided Dread reading Dread comics because I thought he was like this over the top, like satirical. Like guy, and I always perceived it to be that, like, the, in this world where there were these judges, that Dread was like almost like a Lobo character, where he was, he was uh, like not like the rest of the judges, and was just like he was just mm-hmm. a vigilante, or like a he just killed everybody for the sake of it, like any even if like he would be a jaywalker, he'd kill him, you know, like type of thing. And and I, I'm beginning to think I, I have it completely wrong, I, I'm, <laughs> unless the movie is like totally off off the comics, like because. He's not at all that. He's sort of just like this unyielding guy who does obey the the, the rules to, almost to a fault. But he's not right. like it's not that he's you know batshit crazy. It's just the world they live in. And yeah. uh, um and, and and I have to say like I I I also didn't know that it was a world where there were things like psychics and stuff like and and a, you know the idea that most of them are mutants and that Anderson for some reason isn't a mutant and she's really power. I mean I just I love the whole I I love the layers and and like you said yeah. David the thing that the other thing I really liked is that they didn't they didn't treat this like a origin movie. Like they didn't 
they didn't spend the movie explaining to us like yeah. how the world got that way and that right. dread is this like you just jump right in like you're dread there. is this judge and yeah. and and you you have to just gather from the film that he's a hard ass and that he's a not a rule breaker and that you you get sort of toward the end when the other judges show up that he's perceived to be one of the best judges but you don't I mean you don't even really know that until the guy basically says it that he's up against I mean you you just have to kind of like so I, I kind of love I I, I love that the this world. That the world has gotten so tenable that they have eliminated so many layers of the justice system yeah. that that police have basically judge, been jury for- and executioner. They have been forced to become judge, jury, yeah. and executioner. It's such a brilliant, brilliant fucking idea, and it. I, you guys know by now that I'm I'm a you know fucking sucker for dystopian movies. So this was this was so in my wheelhouse. It's it's not even not even funny. And so yeah, I'm right with Jason. I can't wait to uh, to jump back into the case files and and read this stuff. So it was uh, it was it was uh, a good Saturday night. A great way to uh, to to bridge the weekend. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Did, uh, do you plan on seeing it, Vince? Yeah. One of these days. It's, you know me, I don't do- jump on things when they're hot. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, normally, get the only to time it. I really do is this, is, is because that that Tuesday to Saturday is, is when Best Buy has them cheaper. So that's... Right, right, right. I did see a movie, though. What'd you say? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Jason's going to go, oi. Uh, the, the kids and I absolutely loved the shit out of the new Three, Three Stooges movie. Oh, uh, really? Well, I'm not going to say, oh, wait, it's just not my cup of tea, but that's, I mean, it's fine. I, and lots of people it, love it. I have good things about that. It's so yeah. bad that it goes all the way around the, the, the quality dial way past bad and goes back into good. You know, it's, 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 it's not a, a great movie, but it's just so stupid and ridiculous and slapstick. I, I, we just had a great time watching it. That's all I care about, right? Will 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 Pfeiffer had I think he had gone back and watched it and said that he may need to go back and 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 rethink his original um, uh, post or thoughts on on the film. So he may have come around to the it's so yeah, bad, it's, it's good. Right, right. Sophia yeah. uh, Vergara's in it. Is that her name, Vergara? Yeah, from Modern Family. Yeah, yeah, and um, Curly carries a rat around. <laughs> and and one scene, the rat gets away from him, and it goes into Sophia's cleavage, and my son was screaming, just laughing like a, like a silly fool. And I thought, how could this be bad if it makes a child laugh like that? You know, well, that's it, it was. True. And and the three leads, they just nailed all the roles. Will Sasso is just yeah, Sasso's crazy on camera. Of course, my kids yeah. love also love uh, freaking uh, chipwrecked. So I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you know. that's true. I mean, they yeah. are really good barometers for. Um, good fun, but sometimes they they falter. I, I'm with you on the the chipmunks movie. They're just evil. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I have to go check on a braised cabbage. I'll be right. Back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right there. It's really it's bad, but yeah. No, seriously, I got a braised. Yeah, cabbage. no, yeah. He posted yeah, a Facebook picture of it. Yeah, a, a braised cabbage. Braised. Oh, braised. Yes. That's... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? I can't go because we're close to that that hour mark. Exactly and, time. Uh, yeah. Well, I I give a quick shout out to um, uh, Monkey Brain Comics. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. Which, which is you know the new digital only uh, uh, foray um, that was started by um, I'm sorry, who, who what's his Chris name? Chris Roberson. Yeah, Chris Roberson. Um, 
I uh, downloaded um, a couple different books, uh, but the one I had a chance to read is the first three issues of a comic called Bandette. Oh, nice. Which, I want to hear about the second two issues. Yeah, and so it's um, it's written uh, by Paul Tobin and drawn by his wife, Colleen Coover, which I have uh, praised uh, her work at other times, um, including uh, um, uh, Gingerbread Girl. And so they're a husband and wife team, and her style uh, is, I think, best described. She's got like a like a Dan DiCarlo kind of thing going on, you know. Um, no wrong with that. Yeah, nothing at all. And she, you know, it's it's a story about um, Bandette. The self named Bandette is a, in some ways, she's a Robin Hood, a modern day Robin Hood. She steals from people that are like criminals, or you know, she knows are bad. Uh, and she uses the money for good. Um, but, you know, there's a part of her that really just likes to steal stuff. So she's a little naughty. She's like a, like a black cat, you know, type of thing. Like, she's not really bad in, in like, her, her, her nature, but she's not above, uh, you know, thievery for the sake of it. Um, and Colleen draws her as this sort of uh, short, redheaded, quaffed, little pixie, you know, kind of looking girl. Um, and, uh, and in reality, she's, you know, she, she's actually got dark hair and she's a, a, a dancer, but it's just cool because it's just this lighthearted, um, you know, adventure book, uh, you know, you're brought right into a heist that, uh, of course doesn't go quite according to plan. She goes to break into, uh, and this is the first issue, so I'm not going to get spoiling anything for David. Um, she, she breaks into a, uh, a mansion to steal something from a, a mobster, um, like I think it's three stamps if I'm not, referring, but it's, it's yeah I think it's stamps. No, no, it's uh, it's three little teeny tiny draw, uh, paintings, but like like little teeny like you know like almost like uh, frame size like little like picture frame size paintings. Um, but uh, she has her information wrong, and so when she walks into the room, the mobster's in there banging it out with some chick. So of course you know hijinks ensue. She has to escape, um, and she does so. But um, it, it's a uh, but but as it turns out, as she's being chased, uh, she has a whole network of uh, of helpers, kind of like the uh, Newsboy Legion events. So nice. she's got like people. She's got a pizza delivery boy. She's got other uh, girls in the dance studio, and uh, you know, with a quick few phone calls, she gets them to intercede for her and help her escape. Um, and um, so three issues have come out. And uh, you're you're introduced to her 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 crew. You're also introduced to an older gentleman that is known as the Monsieur, and he is the more traditional, uh, like uh, cl- you know, the, sort of the classic noir uh, super thief. You know, he's the the almost mythical uh, cat burglar that that most people don't even really believe exists. And uh, you get the sense that they're going to be at odds as the series goes on. Um, or be pitted against one another, but uh, it's great. I mean, the, the, I have to say, Monkey Brain's doing it right. They they have uh, a whole host of different books out that uh, cover a lots of different genres. Um, and you know, this book looks great. It's well written. Obviously, you know, Paul and uh, and Colleen, aside from being husband and wife, have done lots of work together in the past, so they work well together. And I don't know if every one of the comics is like this, but these are, um, I think, sixteen pages each. So for 99 cents, you get a 16-page full-color comic. So for the three bucks I spent, I got 48 pages of full-color comic, 
which is you know great. It's a, that's a perfectly reasonable deal. Um, and I have Good to give value. them a lot of credit. I, I've added Monkey Brain to my Comicsology alerts. I've downloaded a couple other of their titles, like the first issue, but I haven't read them yet, so I can't speak to them. But I'm really, really impressed. You know, I was a little skeptical when Roberson kind of went on tilt as he was leaving. His big two, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this guy. But I got to say, you know what? Like he, he, he wasn't leaving with uh, an empty, you know, an empty uh, holster. He, he, he definitely did have a, a lot of, you know, people lined up and a, and a, and a nice interface and an infrastructure in place to put out some pretty good comics. I have no idea whether they're selling well, uh, how they're, you know, I have no idea if they're succeeding, if, if, if the creators are, are, are pleased with it. But, but in terms of, 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 of the quality of the, of the one that I've tried so far, I, I got to tip my cap to them. And if any of the other books are equivalent to Bandette, then he's doing a hell of a job out of the gates. So I definitely recommend this. If anybody likes that kind of sort of, you know, action adventure, you know, thief, you know, that, that kind of th- whole thing, this is, this is a great, a great little foray into that world. That sounds so. good. What did you yeah. think of the first issue, David? Did you not like it? Is that what you thought? Oh, no, I, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Okay. I, I, um, it was one of, I, I bought that one, October Girl, Edison Rex. Mm-hmm. I bought most of the first issues that, mm-hmm. that came out. And, um, I didn't get a chance to, I, I don't know what the hell was going on, like, you know, four or five months ago, but I, I, I just, I didn't set up my alerts. Normally I get, the alert through Comixology whenever something right. new comes out, and I, I didn't set it up for the Monkey Brain stuff because I bought them through the um, through the website, and the website doesn't have the alerts feature. But I, I do want to get back to that, and I'm glad that that Bandit pretty much maintained that consistency. I have not tried um, Mobsters and Masks or Masks and Mobsters. Masks and Mobsters, yeah. I have not tried that one yet, but I looked at the preview pages after you mentioned it, and that that looks tight. Yeah, now how does Edison Rex look? Because because that the 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 story the description looked really good to me, but I wasn't I was a little I wasn't like totally sold on the um like the cover image of the like on the icon when they like the cover you know the first song. oh yeah with that with 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 that old look with that yeah so guy. Mm-hmm. it it's um it's kind of Ed McGinnessy it oh, okay. it is it's it's so far the only one I've read from them that is the most superhero-y of of all their books, mm-hmm. um and it and it is good it's it's um is that a word. It is yeah. now. Josh Whedon uh, says it's a word. Just put a Y on something at the end. Boom, done. Yeah. I am <laughs> the uh, I am son. It's um, it is a uh, it's a pretty cool story. It's it's basically Edison Rex is Edison is is the villain, and um, he meets his his nemesis, uh, the world's greatest hero in the first issue for what it will probably be the last time. And, and at the end of that confrontation, things kind of change. So I want to go back to that too, because I want to okay. see, I want to see uh, Edison's evolution as far as that goes. But I have not had anything um, that I've read from monkey brain that, that I would not recommend or, or nothing's turned me off. I just, I just need to go back to it. So it is, it's, it's one thing that uh, I have. I mean, it's, I have a physical, Stack of of books, you know. I, I I have a regime that that's out of this world, and, and my my digital library. I'm gonna go to a bond spiel and regime, and 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 my my. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a regime. My digital shelf and in, uh, in, in the Comicsology app isn't is close to, to rivaling that. So I mean, there are things that I still have to get to before I can really buy anything new. But uh, I will be going back to the Monkey Brain stuff. 
Nice. What we should do. Oh, crack a leg. Oh, God, you're cracking. What crack- should uh, we do? Dick balls. <laughs> I think what he was going to say is we should take uh, some live tweets. Oh, yeah. I haven't. I don't even have my Twitter up. So, uh, so in, I'm going to assume that's what he was going to say. Uh, yeah. And uh, there was one, I think, that was placed early on the day that I thought we should definitely address. Oh, you know what it was actually? Are you guys going to – did any of you guys see the Dread movie? So I guess we well, got that done. one. No. Done, son. Um, let's see here. Uh, you can skip over any from – Hold on a second. Uh, We're all going to be for Vince anyway. Oh, here, here's one from from Dan. Oh. Uh, so oh, that, that alpha, yeah, alphas just got canceled. Will you hold me? No, because alphas in their alphas second season dropped the goddamn ball and yeah. could have been a great show, and they, they, they fucking wussed out. So I was going to say, all y'all, you, y'all talked to me to watching it, and I was like, mm, it was yeah, not, I gave it up they, quick. The the yeah. the end of the first season so good, so yeah. promising, and they fucking pussed out and it's just like you know what why do that why go back and 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 be edgy be you know yeah i it, it pissed me off and i stopped watching it here's an interesting one from don cardenas uh and this will have this will get us to have to think on the fly here um Ugh. is there is there any is there anything that surprised you about your co-hosts in the past year uh, oh, oh, you know, the, okay. First one that comes to mind absolutely baffled me is that uh, that uh, Vince oh. uh, golfs. That fool. <laughs> I was kind of shocked about that. Yeah, he's absolutely baffling. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe balls. it, he's lying. My balls, my balls. I cannot believe you golf. It's a lie. I don't have an answer to that because nothing surprises me with you guys. Um, is that a cop out? Kind of. Um, okay. But I'm going to take that answer. Too. Jason didn't vote for Mitt Romney. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's, that's true. That that surprises me and makes me happy. Okay. Oh, there you no. go. I know you didn't vote for Obama, but at least you didn't vote for Mitt. I mean, <laughs> come on. There you mm. go. Um. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the, like I said, the uh, the, the golf thing. Um, <laughs> that, that takes. That really is. I think if anything that David did surprise me, if I learned anything about David, surprised me. Uh, wow. No, I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think so. I feel like we're pretty open and honest with each other, so we know. Yeah. You know. I, Plus, we all I, live together, right? So, it's <laughs> I, you know, it's in and. This this may be a little sappy and maybe a little Eugene Porter uh, talking, but um, probably the closest I've ever had to having like true, honest to God brothers. Oh, and Jesus. you guys, you oh, guys, uh, no, yeah. seriously, you, you guys know me, pimples and all, and <laughs> there's a lot of pimples there. And so <laughs> I, I I don't expect anything to surprise you. You guys, you guys deal with my fucking neurotic bullshit all the time and oh. it's my you know flying off the handle and yeah i i don't expect anything to surprise you um <laughs> so no it's uh yeah god we've been doing this for what five five years now five years yeah, yeah. that's yeah baby once hey, a week five five years there's nothing that fucking surprises me now cool david you have any other than that uh I'm surprised you, you're, you're, 
you haven't gotten old diva on us, but yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, I'm surprised Vince is still doing the show. I'm exactly, sure. there's that, and, 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 that, and that Chris is actually as young as he is. This is- <laughs> wow! Oh, it's a little big there. So I'm that's surprised, Vince, I'm, I'm surprised Chris could be even sexier than he was when I first met him. That is true. Oh, Jesus, that is damn true. Hey, I'm fucking buff now, bitches. Exactly. I know. That's I'm, and now I'm. Who are you kidding? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> voice of reason. I love it. Oh wow! And Jason is going to love this. Uh, my wife just came back from a weather making class, and she's brought me a belt. Does it say rude boy on it? Have you taken your collar? Sure, not your collar. Your collar. No, yeah. No, did I? Did I tell you guys what she got me for Christmas? You did, and I'm actually that surprised me that you. I'm not surprised. I'm I'm more surprised that you seem genuinely excited about the game. I am. I am jacked about about the. We're all getting clogs for, for our trip to see. You would think you guys lived in like a you remote desert okay. island. Like you live in Chicago. There's got to be lots of stuff to do that wouldn't facilitate you needing to take a class in shoemaking. Zombie apocalypse, Jason. <laughs> and and I, don't for a second that you guys aren't getting your feet measured whenever you get here because I'm making y'all shoes next year for Christmas. Christmas. Oh my God. You got to kill the cow too. If you're going to make them the right way, you yeah. kill the cow, make your own leather. There you go. Yeah. That's a sweet-looking belt, honey. I know. Yeah. Awesome. Well, well done. Well done, Marta. <laughs> she was Vince. But the dog yeah, are. buddy. Gordo wants to know what anthropomorphic character hasn't been done yet that you'd like to see. See, I, I saw that tweet, and I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up because I really don't have an answer for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Specific, what, like a specific animal? Like a warthog? It, it, it's, it's tough. There's been an anthropomorphic carrot. Right, Captain, uh, not, um, flaming carrot. You can say yeah. an, th- there's there's been an aardvark, uh, a has bunny. There been a pars- has there been a parsnip? I don't know. There's been a space turnip. Okay. True. And Howard the duck. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's uh, a it's just a that that's one of those questions where you have to go. Hmm. Let me use the internet to good advantage and see what anthropomorphic characters have been. Uh, created in the past, and then I'll decide. I, I, what's, what's your, hey, what's your, once, once the what's power your, pachyderms came out, I was good. Yeah. yeah. What's your deal with what, what's your deal with Granville, by the way, Vince? I don't have a deal with it. I just, um, I, it does not speak to me at all. Yeah. I, 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 and I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I, I love Brian Talbot's work, but yeah. that, that book, it just, I, I find nothing. It's awesome. Uh, it's okay. Awesome. I'm convinced. I bought the first Granville at one of the like um, one of the uh, the um, the big uh, sales on uh, T-Fall. Yeah. And uh, I I thought, oh man, Tal, because uh, I love Luther Arkwright, and uh, yeah, it, it didn't do it for me either. I just it, I could I just I like tried to read it like two or three times, and it never. It's one of those books that I just I put down and had no never had any compulsion to come back to. Oh, uh, well, here, man. since we're all being um, disgustingly honest. I will say I, I I do not think the character design in Granville is up to Brian Talbot's level. I I think the characters are half baked. The design I don't know I can't I can't speak to the story because like I said I haven't read it. But when I see oh, are, you, are you I mean are you comparing it to to well obviously comparing it to to Luther Arkwright? Sure, yeah, where everything is designed. To the to the smallest hair, and the world is fully fleshed out. And it, I, I get I get a uh, Granville's pretty fleshed out. I yeah, but I get a real strong Sherlock Holmes vibe from it. Yeah, 
and I do not like Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and, which, which I'm not saying. I'm not saying. What in the f is wrong with you? I, 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 I do not like Sherlock Holmes. I'm sorry. I'm so bewildered now. That's the second now, thing I'm surprised by. Is. But uh, that has no bearing on the actual work itself. I can pull back and judge what I see within the confines of those covers, and I, I it, it's mainly has to do with the character design. I, I, I don't think they sing. Like you look at something like Black Sad. Where the character design is impeccable, mm-hmm. and then, and I know it's a different drawing style in in Granville, but those characters, to me, it looks like he stopped somewhere along the design process and said, "Okay, that's enough." But it's not enough. It just seems like they're unfinished. They're not. They're not fully formed for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, I just don't like it. I mean, okay. it's, it, you know, it's, it, you, know it's, you, you know what. Hmm. You don't. You don't have to like it exactly it's because okay. I can praise the man to the high heavens for Luther Arkwright and everything else he's done, uh, and and that's okay. Yeah. Right? But and this is an awesome segue because I I, I do have something with again like uh, Black Sad impeccable character design. Mm-hmm. Since we're in a happy place, happy feel good place. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, have read for this week a, a, an incredibly insightful book. And one of those rare works that inspire and instigates deep reflection. No, I'm. I'm honestly in this. In this case, I'm not being facetious. It. it, it hold, hold, for just a second, I just. I I want to commend Vince for something. Oh no. Yeah, I'm always scared when you say shit like that. Right. But, Every every once in a while, you know, we we used to pride ourselves back in the AC days of actually moving the needle on things, <laughs> <laughs> actually actually changing in small amounts the marketplace. And last week we saw Vince actually move the needle, which was oh, yeah. amazing. Because Angel Man, Fallen Angel, went from, uh, and this is the the book from Fantagraphics that yeah. the Vince was talking about last week, that was, what, like two and a half bucks? Yeah, two, on, and, on, two and, and change. And, and like, within three days of us releasing that episode, what was it selling for on Amazon? It's like twelve, About eighteen bucks. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it changed price well, yep. with like ten dollars after. Wow. It, it's you know, it's one thing to push a book that's approaching twenty bucks. Okay, even if it's uh-huh. a fantastic book, people are gonna think twice, probably three times about trusting my opinion on a book that's going to cost them $20. But you changed the price of the book by 10 It was only, no, But it was only three bucks. It, it wasn't a huge risk. You changed risk. the price of the book by $10 on it's Amazon. An, it's an algorithm built into the Amazon. When, when they see activity, when, yes. when, when there's activity on a book, it clicks in and it says, you know what, we better raise the yes. price because this is yes. moving. That's what you yes. said. But, that's per, exactly but what, I'm what I'm saying, saying is it was $3. You moved the needle. I and didn't move the needle. The fact that it was $3 moved the needle. Because everybody said, well, not everybody, but those interested said, hey, it's only $3. Let me take yeah. a chance on this. And I, just, it, just if it was 15 to, be, to $20, bucks, it would never have happened. Yeah. It just happened to be within the two days. <laughs> right, right. So 
So hats off to my to my good friend Vince B for moving the needle. I got a call from Gary Groth. He said I can come over it, anytime I want. Nice. So you did. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, right. You prick. Why didn't you do it when it was eighteen? <laughs> but oh okay. my God. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at it. By the way. Oh, do you, isn't it nice? Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's yeah. I, I can't wait to I can't wait to read. I was gonna read it this week, but I was like, yeah, you know what? We get. I'll I'll come back whenever we've give it yeah. you know enough. Uh, time to breathe, and 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 maybe we'll right. uh, we'll move the the needle again on it. So. Cool. Well, back to what I have here. Um, it's a, it's a heavy book, in in both um import and concept. Okay, it, like I said, published by Image Comics. It's a um one, sh- I don't want to say a one shot. It's a graphic novel. Okay, it's a comic book, but it's it's a book, right? Uh, written and drawn by Abhishek Singh. And we have heard that name before, right? Because he was the artist on Ramayan Reloaded for Richard Branson's uh, oh, yeah, Virgin uh, Comics. And uh, I yeah, love that. You hell. raved about him. Oh, I love the hell out of, out of mm-hmm. Virgin Comics. But Rama, Ramayan, uh, in particular. He also did a couple issues of their, um, Spotlight series, uh, India Authentic, where they would take a, a particular deity and flesh it out over the course of one or two issues. It's a great series. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, well, there was the one thing about Virgin Comics where the art was competent overall, but you really had your stars. Like Abhishek, and uh, he has a brother um, uh, also named Singh. I forget what this first name is. But anyway, Abhishek Singh wrote and drew this, and it is called Krishna. A journey within, and it is um, the life and times of the Hindu god Krishna, and it's unbelievably well done. Uh, Abhishek is, in addition to a comic book artist, he is an animator, and you can mm-hmm. tell by the quality of the art. There is nothing in this book that's static. Uh, even when characters are just standing there, the panels, the the, the figures have um, a, a vibration. They have a a, a mobility. Uh, it's exciting. Each each it's each panel hums. I mean, his use of color. This book is an explosion of just color and ornamentation. Uh, everything has a pattern to it. Like when you get into. Uh, Indian fabrics and 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 the 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 tendency they have to like Art Nouveau, they embellish their illustrations with repetitive patterns, whether they're loops or diamonds or or you know serpentine motif. Everything in this book is um, adorned by some kind of ornamentation. You you, you take a look at the art, and it's like. It just takes your breath away how one man produced images of this kind of beauty. And and it, it, it makes Disney look half-baked. It's Ooh. just amazingly accomplished. Wow, that's uh, tough talk right there. It, no, it has a cinematic quality to it. There, uh, Towards the end of the book, there's a colossal battle. And the scope of the thing is just huge. And he pulls it off. I mean, you see 
gigantic armies going up against each other and then he'll, he'll he draws the focus in real tight and and you get the the battle from the perspective of the perspective of the two key players and i'll get into that in a second but uh as an art book you just remove yourself from the 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 um spirituality of the tales and 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 the just what it is i mean it it's a it's a a religious slash spiritual tale that's been around forever if you but if you take that out and just look at the pictures oh my god you can spend days in this book it and i think he works all digitally but you would never be able to tell it from the art it, it it's impeccable fluid just gorgeous um he uses color to amazing effect he knows what colors to plop next to uh, another color to make them both just sing there's a like i said there's a vibration to this stuff and uh i, I it's weird because a book of this quality I, i've only heard or read one other person praise it and that's uh slurmo mm. no nobody's talking about this book what's the deal right hmm. so i get into it the book the book's divided into three sections two really large sections joined by this Teensy, teensy, uh, intermediate, like a linking tale that just, it, it's brilliant. But the, the first part of the book, uh, it, it um, delineates Krishna's struggles with his uncle, King Kamsa. Like, uh, it, it, the, the first half, the first portion of the book is Krishna as a, a, a child. It's the birth stage. And then the second part of the book is Krishna just, Leading up to his 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 uh, demise, which is not the right word. It's his um, evacuation of the earthly realm. I mean, he doesn't die. He he incarnates into another uh, sliver of Vishnu, because that that's what Krishna is. Krishna was just a, a an earthly incarnation of Vishnu, right? So mm-hmm. King Kamsa is Vishnu's, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Krishna's mother's brother um his mother's name is devaki and his father uh vasudev decide to get married and because her brother is the king he's like i will have no one preside over the ceremony but myself okay so he marries them and it's all happy and 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 loving as it should be brother and sister enjoying the, the a, a a momentous occasion in their life but soon after the the, the marriage King Kamsa is greeted by this um, spectral form of uh, something called Yagmaya, which it's 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 Vishnu again, and um, who and, and and it tells the king that you just screwed yourself by marrying this couple. What you have done is you have sealed your fate because one day their eighth child is going to come and destroy you. And it drives the king absolutely crazy. He goes mad and he imprisons the couple now remember this is his sister okay he he imprisons the couple and my sister every, my sister every time they have a child he savagely kills the child i mean he bashes nice. the, he bashes the kids heads against jagged rocks J- just bloodthirsty brutal dude because i mean his his existence is at stake once they reach their eighth child he's done right so and eventually they but do what's that that doesn't matter to say like if it's eight child, what does it matter? Like, why would he kill them if he's like, crazy? He, what I'm saying, he, like, it's not like they're eight living children, right? It's like so. No, it's the eighth 
child. Once yeah, they get, so, like, so I mean, right, he I just, saying, like, he, I guess he like, just, well, uh, I guess he just wanted to exert some kind of control over them and and show and just take away everything from them, like that eighth child has the potential to take from him. I I, I don't know what it, they don't go into that motivation, but he's like batshit crazy. I mean, he turns from, uh, you know, this just this jolly fat dude and Singh draws him with these just maniacal devil eyes and he just blah. So, but one day, there you go, the prophecy's fulfilled. They do give birth to a blue-skinned Krishna, the light of hope, and he's born and the kid comes to his father. Now, just, the kid is days old, comes to his father in a dream and tells him, you have to save my life. You have to switch me with... the 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 product of another couple so uh, king kamsa doesn't kill me and that and they do that the fa- uh krishna kind of manipulate he's like got this ben kenobi jedi shit going on where he can like make people fall asleep he can manipulate reality to serve his will right and uh he makes the guards fall asleep and the father gets out of the jail and takes the child and switches it with the child of another who is eventually killed by King Kamsa. So they sacrificed the life of a child just so Krishna can be born. Um, and Krishna grows to adolescence uh, with another family and he bonds with their, their previous child, uh, a man named Balarama. And eventually, he fucks up King Kamsa's life, something good. I mean, the prophecy does come true. Uh, and it, but it's, it, it's, it's beautifully illustrated. Oh, I can't even tell you how, how just gorgeous it is. There, there, there's one section early on with Krishna as a little tiny kid. I mean, he's like a, he's like Charlie Brown size. He's little, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's very, it's very animated, done in a very, very loose, um, cartoony style. Let's be honest, it is. Uh, and he, he's dealing with this serpent called Kalia, and this thing is massive. It's it's got a million heads. It's a huge snake thing, and and he's battling underwater. And you got to see it. It's just, I I can praise it till the end of the day uh, next Tuesday, and you would not get an accurate representation of just how beautiful this artwork is. Mm. It's stunning. And in the second half of the book, the scope even widens. Right, Krishna. So he's a he's he's a full grown grown ass man now. Right, <laughs> grown ass man. And now. and and people greet him as. You know, you're the God man. You're, you're the, you know, they're they're afraid of him, and they they just somehow pick up on the fact that this is not a normal human being. He's blue to begin with, but but he does all these 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 compassionate, caring things, and 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 he 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 enlightens uh, souls. But uh, he he's asked to broker a deal between um, a blind king, and I'm only going to say his name once. From now on, he'll be known as the blind king. His name is. Dritashatra, okay, uh, and he's the ruler of a place called Hastinapur. And what they did was there was uh, a group of five brothers that that were part of their kingdom, who, whose father of was of some kind of uh, social stature, where he had land. And and what they did was the the king's son Shakuni rigged this gambling match, and they took. Everything these five brothers owned. They're called the Pandavas. They took everything away from them and they exiled them. Get the frig out of Hastinapur. You cannot come back here for X amount of years. Okay? And now their time in exile is over. So they come back and they just beg the blind king 
just give us a tiny fraction of what you guys took from us and and we'll live in peace we we have we bear no ill will against you just give us some place to live preferably on our father's land that you took by you know not entirely legitimate means and um and we'll be fine but the king's eldest son wants nothing to do with it he's like f this this is our land you're getting nothing and he and christina says you realize that you're you're fucked if you do this because not only are all five brothers just formidable fighters one of them aruna is an archer of amazing speed and accuracy Love you it. will you will not win like legolas and, yeah and and uh the 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 son durodana he just like i'm not budging an inch screw this if it's war and it leads into the famous battle called the Mahabharata. You've heard of that, right? It's 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 an amazingly uh, complex tale. It's it's one of the the cornerstones of of the Hindu. I don't want to say religion mythos, uh, just the culture, right? Um, so they embark on this gigantic war, and and Aruna, what well, well, he's got a problem. He's he's spiritually lost. He's lost his way. He's crippled, and and it's up to uh, Krishna to get him out of his funk and he does and you should see this guy in battle I mean he's not like Legolas when it's like one arrow two arrow three arrow this guy shoots like five arrows at once and there's just like arrow bolts going flying all over the place and Singh just illustrates it like crazy it is nuts this battle is crazy detailed they're on chariots and they're flinging arrows back and forth uh, but unfortunately the battle I mean, there's an outcome, as you may expect, but the result of the battle is not a happy one because it leads to Krishna's demise, okay? But it's really cool how Singh does the middle tale. It's only a couple pages long, but it's about birth, it's about death, and it's about uh, the in-between stages is, is a tale of love. And that's exactly how the book is formatted. You have two tales, the birth tale in the beginning... The mm -hmm. entail of death, and in between your life, you have love. That's all, that's all you have. It, it's 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 conceptually the middle chapter. Just I mean, the book would be fantastic without the middle chapter, but it's the middle chapter that just pulls all the whole friggin' book together. And it's just conceptually, it's 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 wow! It's an exclamation point. It just slams home what all this shit is about. It, it, it's about it's just Krishna and his his love of his life, Radha, in a garden. And and he's just like, you are a woman, I am man, we are together in God, and that's all there is, is love. We're born, we die, and in between, the purpose of life, the, why are we here? Why are we put here? It's it's love, and you got to read it. The, the illustrations in the middle are much looser and more gestural than than the, the, the flanking stories. Wow, I, I can't. I, I'm at a loss. I, I just say wow because that. Well, that's what I say internally when I see this art. It's just holy crap. It's uh, he, Singh could be an animator. He could be a comic artist. He could be a fashion designer. He could be hanging on the walls of the Louvre. This art is Jeepus. impeccable. Yes. Was it going to set us back? Thirty dollars. How many? See, I, I, oh, it's thick. Over two hundred. 200 and wow. 200 and some pages in in the back you get concept designs notebook uh you know s sketchbook drawings there's even a glossary so they don't expect you to know these names uh, what they mean th there's a two-page glossary in the back that'll clue you in 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 layman's terms as to what some of these concepts are 
Um, I was lucky enough to order this from our sponsor. You jerks. Nice. They had it for 50% off. I only paid 15 bucks for this. See? You snooze, you lose. A $30 book I got for 15 bucks. Yeah, Duh. you do. It, it's amazing. It just Google Abhishek Singh and Krishna and just take a look at this art. It'll knock you on your ass. And I did not know that the world is situated on the back of a tortoise. That's news to uh, me. But I'm glad I know now because I won't go near the edge. We'll fall off. That's but yeah, right. It's it, oh. just gorgeous, beautiful, amazingly detailed stuff. Get it. Sounds fantastic. It is. You uh, especially will really groove on this. Uh, I'm on it like a bonnet, I think. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So that's Respect what it. I got. Love it. Is that going to find its way into your 11 o'clock Oscars? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. What was it published? Maybe. It, uh, let me check the published notes. It was published last year. Because oh, I, I got it. I, it's been sitting around for a while. And I, I just got it. She's playing by the rules and shit. I know. Wow. At least for one category. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that, can, that, that, that can be the new to you. Aw. Look at him. There's a new to you category, right? I haven't checked yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that's not exactly true because I've been a fan of Abhishek for a while. So it's not but really it's, new to me. But, but not this book. Right. God, you with Jesus. it. I know you're trying to give me an escape hatch, and I'm just like looking at it like it's a yeah. it's a butthole. It's a hair. Yeah. <laughs> Ow! I gotta take my cabbage out of the oven. I'll be right. Really? Back. <laughs> well, well, I'll be right what? back. To, to his credit, at least he was around for the Krishna. Yeah, that's all right. Krishna, I'll take what I can Krishna, get. Yeah, the Blueskin Krishna. And if you're in a comic shop and they have like a dollar bin, look for old Virgin comics. Well, not old, but look for, look for look for a version comic. <laughs> three years be, be, ago, because you know, um, I, there's like an eighty percent chance you're going to get something that's magnificent. They had some stinkers. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know uh, gild the lily. They 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 had some not good series, but for the most part, Vish, uh, um, yeah, damn it, uh, Virgin was fantastic. I love I I I will not part with those books. That's how much I love them. You love them a lot. Yeah. And did you see the free comic book day this year? They're relaunching Ramayan Reloaded. Uh, I think Ron Mars is doing it. I missed that. Yeah. Well, that yep. the... Speaking of, I want to know what Dave is loving. Uh, I, I was going to wait for Chris, but that's all right. You know, Chris, he's, got a, he's got a cabbage to he call. He does. He's got, he's got to let that boil. He, um, he, there is, there's one thing I've been, just drooling over the past few days um and it it hurt last week last wednesday when when forum member and 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 hockey fan god bless mm-hmm. his soul christopher stark uh mentioned started a thread with pictures that uh that that he went to his comic shop and came home with Gil Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. <laughs> and, and why I, did it hurt your soul, David? I It hurt my soul because like Ross Andrew is for Vince and and like Steve Ditko is for Mr. Crusay and and John Romita Sr. is for a few other people. Uh, there are certain Spider-Man artist that just that's your artist um and 
Gilcane is that for me. It, it, um, I mean, I've been a Gilcane fan since forever. It, not, not just Spidey, because he wasn't the first Spider-Man artist. He wasn't the artist drawing Spider-Man when I was first getting introduced to the character. It, 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 mostly because of the Marvel Tales reprints, I, I grew to appreciate, um, Kane's work on a title, but I'm a Gil Kane fan because of the Silver Age Green Lantern and um, things like the Atom and and there were just there was something about Gil Kane Spidey that 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 I just was drawn to and it it really kind of it didn't hurt, but I was I I I was. A little aw because I had basically that same week that I was given the, the David Mazzucchelli Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition, IDW announced that they were doing one, not just for Gil Kane, but for Amazing Spider-Man. Right. So I was like, well, that 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 kind of... I'm not giving up the Born Again book. I wanted that one. That was the one. I mean, as soon as they announced it, I was like, well, the Simonson one was great and and it'd be neat to have but it there was just something about the Mezzichelli book that that I just I wanted for a few reasons mm-hmm. so uh they announced to go came and I was like well I already shot my wad I, I have my artist edition I, I guess you know I'll just I'll have to I'm living with my choice obviously but I'm like all right so it, there, there are just some things where you you're happy when your friends have something <laughs> and there are times where envious as the case may be, <laughs> your friends have something that you really, really want, and 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 you hope that they they bequeath to you, and then you kind of just <laughs> happen to them sooner than later. But they're um, so 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 the Gilkane one's announced. I'm like, ah, I'm strong. I'll I'll be okay. And then Mister Stark decides to go ahead and start this thread. And Tough Ghost also mentions that he he picked it up, and they're posting pictures, and I'm like, wow, I'm more butter than I thought I would be. So I'm trying to suck it up. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> and as we're driving to work, seething with jealousy that Thursday, I'm telling Renee, I'm like, yo, I, I'm like that, that would be cool to have. I says, I know I, I won't get it, but I'm like, it, it would be neat. You know, if, of, of all the ones that, that they've announced and I love the one that I have. And, and it's, and the one that I have is also special because Renee surprised me with it. And, um, and the mailman surprised me with it by having it shipped the way it was. But the, the, uh, when we're driving to work and I'm explaining it to her and telling her what the book's about and, and, you know, what, what these issues are that I, I didn't even know what issues were actually included in this, just knew that Gil Kane was drawing Spider Man. I didn't care what issue. I knew that the, the two issues that, that they did include were the Harry tripping out on LSD and the, um, and then the third issue with the, 121 to get the death of Gwen Stacy and that was actually most the, the the bulk of the of the artist edition is um issues uh 96 97 98 99 100 101 102 and then they jumped to 121 with the night Gwen Stacy died um so like the born again you're getting a chunk of of story you know thing um but not the whore exactly so the um 
so then I, I sent Renee the link. I'm not trying to like, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm like, listen, I don't, <laughs> I sent her the link. link to the forum. I'm like, listen, this is what they're all talking about. Just so that if I can picture it, so you know, just shut up. I saw it. That's fine. Dave is the king of the passive moves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not so, saying I want it, but, but if you know, you want to get it. So, um, so lo and behold, she apparently Renee's working her magic and 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 trying to find some things out from some very near and dear friends to me. And um, she didn't ask me anything. No, no, she didn't. <laughs> oh, he said he, he said <laughs> near and dear. You need, yeah, and, and you need to actually have a phone that texts. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, got <laughs> uh, a bar of soap with a drawer, <laughs> a little little tic tac keys on it. Um, so we come home Saturday and there's this big ass box sitting on the stoop and, and it's, it is the Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition. And I am just, oh, I'm looking at it and I'm just, I mean, I, I, my, my mouth just fell open. I'm, I'm flipping through pages. I'm, I'm taking pictures. Andy Parks, uh, sends me a tweet wanting to make sure that, you know, the anchors are credited on the credit page and inside. The- <laughs> That's I- awesome. Of it, I'm like, dude, no, they, they mentioned Ramita, they, they mentioned, you know, I mean, the, the anchors are here, um, nobody's whited out, everybody, everything is there, and, um, and it was, you know, so, so the reason why, and, and Renee, when, when it arrived, Renee texted Jason, I told Jason, also, I'm, I didn't know that we were having, Jason was having two conversations between the two floors of my house at the same time, but, um, the reason why she gave me this one is because there I, I don't she knows how much I'm a Spidey fan of and, and and she she knows that I don't have a lot of Spider Man all over the place. Unlike some of the other I, I you can basically turn your head and you'll see something Grendel related somewhere around my room and, and, and in certain areas of the house. But nothing really Spidey because she really isn't as big a fan as I am of, of the character. No, a little bit. So, um, but the reason why this was okay, this was allowed, is um, our very first date was to see the first Tobey Maguire Snaggletooth Spider-Man. Aww. And we're sitting, and, and it was it was the last showing on a Friday night. It was me and my brother and and Renee and and a couple other friends from work, and we're sitting in the front row, which none of us can stay in the front row, but they were the last seats in, um, in the Fishco movie theater. And we're all looking up and she's like, so not only are we in the front row, which she can't stand, she's, she's staring up, looking up this dude's nose of a character she can't stand. And, and then, and then she, she, she played me because we, she's like, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to drive back home to White Plains. So I was like, all right, then I guess I'll, I'll, I'll drive you back home. So that was, that was a whole other ploy, but we, we got, because that was basically our, that, that that was our first out and about date, and and it was Spider Man and, and Spider. That is a character that that it, I enjoy so much. She she decided that, and because it's Gil Kane, if, if you can have one, if you can have the last one, this this artist edition will um will be it. And I, I, I someone oh Tony Tony um mobile home he asked me if i was thinking about the john byrne one and and i mentioned this when it was announced and that is that um i have two now so i i really am good but with Byrne, i'm not 
the Gilkane is one of my regrets because I did never get to meet the guy. I, I, I don't know if I'll Truth. ever meet Byrne, but I know a lot more about John Byrne than I know about Gilkane. And I've, I bought Byrne comic books as they were coming out at the newsstand, at the comic shop. Not so much with Gil Kane stuff. So I, I, I've double dipped on Burn over the years and, uh, it initially, what will, pl- what would have played a part in whether or not I wanted the Burn Artist Edition is it would depend on what six issues are included in the collection. Um, if it's, if it's you know, 249 and 250 and the assistant editor's month, and the miscarriage, you know, the maybe, maybe I could, I, I really would like to have it, but if I can't, so be it. But if it's issues with like the Secret Wars 2 tie-in or the Neil Adams analog where they're using Johnny's body at Disneyland to expand the earth or, or reignite the core, or if if it's, you know, Reed and Sue in Connecticut and he's being a, a, a professor at, at high school, I, that, those really aren't issues that, that, that I think I need in a hardbound book taking up space on my shelf so and that's just me but no no it, i understand but if um, what ones would you pick if you, if you can pick the the burn fantastic four issues to put in an arts edition what would the, you the, the assistant editor's month okay miscarriage so all the basically all the ones you said well, imagine, yeah 249 250 with which mm. was the gladiator issues and uh um yeah the, the, there are i mean he he Drew the book for years, so you know. So yeah, yeah, hot minute right there. You'll you'll be able to pick six issues easily. Um, I would go with the surfer with the the, oh the the surfer doom. um, Yeah, those yeah, Terax issues. Mm -hmm. Um, Love them. Or there's the uh, or or the (laughs) final where they uh, where where they (laughs) um, uh, where Nick Fury went to shoot Hitler. You know, I mean, you get so so. There are there are definitely issues where not I Hitler, would, not Hitler, not the Hitler. <laughs> so um, but no. So I now own the Gil Kane Artist Edition. I am, I, am I I'm bookended now. Between, You're complete. I you know I I have my two, and I have two more than I thought I would have. But mm-hmm. I I am quite um yeah. I've I've been I've I flipping through this and and it is it, it's a beautiful thing the the back has um uh the covers and and splash pages um it is as as we mentioned before we started rolling the tape tonight um it's not there are some pages that are that that are listed at at the bottom of the page it says this this uh this page was was not scanned from original art and and it's basically a a blown up essential page um but it's still, I mean, just so you can continue reading the story. But it, it's yeah. um, the way with, with Kane's work, and depending on who inked him on that issue, it is. I mean, aside from the blue line and some of the tape that held the page in place, when you compare it, when when it's facing a page from basically an essential, there is very Kane's work more so, I think, than the Mazzucchelli book. Kane and his inkers had a much more finished black and white product than than a lot of other pencil and and inked 
pages I've seen over the years. Uh, I mean, all all that is missing is, is color, but um, there are there are some pages where you can tell that IDW borrowed them, the current owner of the page, because some of them you'll see like best wishes, John Romita, and and he has signed a lot of pages along the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were able to find them from from wherever they are. Is a lot of whiteout. All over the place. It's, it's that's awesome. awesome. That's what I like to it. see on those things. Yeah. It's absolutely fab, especially on some of. Uh, I guess they were getting rid of some of Gwen's blemishes, but they there are imperfections. <laughs> uh, it, it's 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 a beautiful book. It really is. I am I'm so blessed. I I you know I mean it's it she is she she's an amazing woman. She completely. Like I said, I know, I know. She gives me a lot of grief for liking Spider-Man as much as I do, and for um, it was. Uh, Woman's got good taste. Yeah, she does. I really can't, I can't argue that. But uh, yeah, that's that. That's pretty much what I've just been enjoying the hell out of the past few days myself. No, so now while while we're on the subject of the artist editions, right? Le- looking at the books that have come out in the series to date, right? Is it safe to assume that? Marvel is far easier to broker a deal with than DC. Yeah, yeah. Cause, because uh, I mean, how many DC books were there? One, the Joe Kubert book. One? Okay, the Tarzan are the DC version issues then. Oh, because yeah. she did him at Marvel. Right, but I'm just oh. saying, and and it may not be a even a DC issue because I think uh, oh, that could the, Bur- the Burroughs Bur- estate may yeah. have something. Yeah, so it, that's crazy. Like they. DC should be chomping at the bit to get doesn't, okay, so then their how, classic works out there. Is there is there going to be a, an Eisner spirit book, or is that always <laughs> just been a rumor, or, or someone's on? I don't someone's know. Well, well, there was supposed it was scheduled, right? An Eisner spirit book. Um, yeah, and yeah, then I, did, I don't be, know what happened to it. Yeah, it's supposed then, to be. Yeah, but it's, so it's does DC not not own the rights? But I mean, isn't DC responsible for publishing new spirit stories? Didn't they? Well, not anymore because the first wave stuff is kaput. So, I, I don't know. Is was it first wave? All the, the yeah, the, the yeah. bronze, mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. old stuff. So I don't uh, know how that works. I'm sure Eisner has some kind of rights. Uh, the Eisner estate has some kind of rights to that right. stuff. I, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, so we we have a a, a Tarzan one from Kubert, right? Why can't yeah. we have say a Gil Kane um, sort of the Atom? Or just like, or Stop. Neil Adams, uh, or Neil Adams, Batman, Batman. Batman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Batman. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of contractual stuff, and yeah, I mean, it's right. Happening. First yeah. of all, it's a little bit of a, from what I understand, I mean, the uh, uh, the uh, guys at at, at uh, IDW are, like are guiding this in part by their own personal like quest for things they'd really love to see. And two, it's also do they have access to the artwork? I mean, that's that's no small feat. I mean, a lot of the stuff is oh, not. Oh yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff the, is the, even if it still the, exists, it's it's disparate. You know, different people own it, and it's, uh, getting it together would just be an impossibility. So, you know, yeah, they're somewhat limited by made a Spider-Man. That was an achievement to get that shit. Yeah, together. yeah. So they got to like figure out. It's got to be something they think will sell. Something that's like in high enough regard that people you know will covet it, and then that it's available. I mean, which you know, right. I think it would be. I'm sure they probably have. I mean, it's been such a successful effort. I'm sure they probably have 50 other 
ones they'd love to start banging out, right? But they probably takes mm-hmm. there's probably even some that they're definitely going to do, but they need to take, you know, six to twelve months to get the art together and signed off on, right? I mean so right. um Which boggles the mind that the Sergio one even got made in the first place. Um, <laughs> no offense to Sergio. I love the man's art, but not in the caliber of of uh the other ones to date. <laughs> Nowhere near it. I'm not shitting on Sergio. He, I think he's right. great, but uh, no. Sure. But like I, you know, like I said, oh, yeah. I, and how, how old is the Sergio stuff in there? Is it from the old Epic run? Is it from newer stuff? Is it? Well, it's Gru, so it's got to be at least. I mean, even if it's the oldest Gru stuff, like the what was the Pacific, that's what. Right. 80, okay. Eighty. Eighty-two. Yeah, but yeah, when right? you but when you do look at Spidey issues from the seventies. Hubert stuff from the seventies, Simonson from from the early to mid eighties, um, the the Dave Stevens stuff from the eighties, yeah, and then yeah, but you you yeah. you, you, well, you know this artist, and then you know Sergio, who again is is a phenomenal artist, yeah, but he's not. If if it said you know, I don't know, there are I, I don't know, I wouldn't even call Sergio a modern master just because he's been mm-hmm. doing it for so long, but mm-hmm. it, it it still is, it does seem to be. A little kind of on the odd man out type thing. Yeah, but yeah. even like with Byrne doing the, you know, ha- having the the FF, it's like, yeah, okay, we we all love Byrne's FF, but if we we're gonna be serious about it, you know, I want to see the Phoenix Saga. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, I, for me, it's like, uh, I mean, if we can get a John Buscema Avengers one, Avengers. I mean, I would just, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, forget oh, it, dude. I would just fucking, yeah. I mean, even a even a Buscema Conan would be great. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Starry Windsor you know, Smith Conan. Uh, and oh, shit. Now you're now you're just trying to play with me. <laughs> now, Barry Windsor Smith needs an artist edition. It's like, come on. Oh, yeah. Fuck no doubt, no doubt. Uh, uh, Alan Davis, Captain Britain. Oh, don't tease. Uh, don't tease. Would, <laughs> <laughs> just a tip. Come on now. Yeah. It's you know, there there's a lot of that. I'm so, you know, I, myself. You know, I would you know, if we're gonna talk about, you know, X Men artists, you know, I, I would I would love to see, you know, a, a Paul Smith artist edition. Uh would be would be awesome. I you know now I'm and and you know, when it comes to X Men artists, I very few rank as I that is my dude, but I guy. don't yeah, know if when I when I think about Paul Smith, I don't because his line he doesn't he, he doesn't spare. It, it's 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 very it's, that line serves a purpose, and that's it. So there isn't a lot of. I don't know how much extra I'd see in a Paul Smith artist edition. Those art pages blown up. I don't know about. I don't know how many eraser marks all blowns up. Right. You know, but what about like a Mignola <laughs> Hellboy edition? That would and be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. I, I, I don't know if if Dark Horse would ever let that happen but or like a total ben like a you know or something like a like you know something a set like total been swamp i mean if it's set yeah, it is, yeah that'd be awesome yep yeah hell yeah um, you know a, a george perez a new teen titans would be would be cool Stop. yeah i could see that i could see that you know that that would be you know that and for some like some modern stuff i'd i'd like to see i'd like to see some modern artists Editions, but you know the problem is that you know they're not hand lettered pages. They're not you know you're not going to see right. the white out and yeah. and that kind of stuff. But no, I mean there's yeah they're going to be able to go to this well for a really oh, long definitely time. sure. It's um yeah yeah so it's uh yeah it's gonna, it's going to be oh oh don't 
fucking tease. <laughs> Selling Power Man and Iron Fist by Mark Bright. Oh, Vince. In yes. our am- a black kiss. There's a grail page out there for me, and it's it's one of the one of the more well known art dealers, and I'm just kind of hoping that one of these times I'm able to to get over and get them on a on a good day. But there is a Chaken early early like first ten issues American flag page floating around out there that I'm gonna gonna make a run at one of these days nice they're not you know, cheap I, I love american flag not as much as you but but i really do oh it's and, but if i had my pick of of shaken i would stab my mother in the neck for oh, uh one of the paintings he did for uh stars my destination oh have you seen that book you're awesome <laughs> <laughs> I, I i would stab my mother right in the neck <laughs> oh, you don't have to go there, Vince. But I do. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> one mother and ent- no, two mothers enter, one mother leaves. Oh, shit, nice. <laughs> hoot. But anyway, yeah, hoot. I'm a vicious bastard when I want to be stabbing my own mother in the neck. What's up with that? Ter- terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> Mike, right, I'm, I'm, I'm Mike, Zach, Bob, Layton, Secret Wars. Well, I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, if we're all getting crazy, I would just go with the Brett Blevins New Mutants. Give me an artist of no, that. I'll tell you what, I, I I would love, and given the how much the original art's going for, I'm sure this would be a coveted one. I would love a McFarlane Spider-Man. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, one. Or even a Spawn one. I'd love a McFarlane one. That'd be oh, great. Oh, stop. Uh, yeah. Right. Stop. Yeah. That's, you know, there's, there's, yeah. Why are the pages sticking together? Oh. Huh. I have no, um, no idea. Uh, I I I read something. All read. right. Of course you did. What's taking the EOC live tweet first? Okay. <laughs> you pick. You do it, brother. Uh, me? Okay. Um. Oh, poor Alan's pissed about Alphas. Oh well. well mm-hmm. Alan, they they had a better season. That's true. Uh, um, what you had. No, there was a good one. Um, there was there was a good one. Um. And I'm trying. It's uh, was it was it spell super spell? Um, I think that's who it was. Uh, oh yeah. Um, what are each? And this is the from um, uh, Onomar, who I think is super spell. Yes, super spell. Um, what are each of your favorite Universal monsters? Oh, jeez, that's that's disgustingly easy. Okay. Okay. Frankenstein monster. Come on. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 But I like the Wolfman. Wolfman had some character. Yep. Both very sympathetic. Yep. yep. Design wise, I love the creature from the Black Lagoon. Love that. That whoever sat down and just roughed out that design, the muse was sticking the pinky right up their little butthole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I knew this was a subject that uh, <laughs> would like. But Frankenstein, wow, that—that's yeah. yeah you know, the all, book. The awesome. book is a classic. It's no exaggeration, right? Just, just to design a creature based on that book, and to to you know, completely not a completely different direction, but some you know substantially different direction, and just produce a design that is has stood the test of time. 
Uh, yep. It's hard to go against that. I mean, I probably would say Dracula just because I enjoyed the Dracula uh, movies more as a kid. Um, but I mean, but Frankenstein's awesome. Yeah, David. No, it was, it, it'd be Frankenstein. I it, it, I want to. Part of Classic. me wants to, you know, lean towards towards um, Wolfman, especially when I think about Abbott and Costello. But yeah, I, I do think it would be. Um, It'd be Frankenstein. Dracula, who I thought that uh, Lugosi's Dracula was great, but he'd always seemed a little too old for the role. Like, almost like he was Grandpa Munster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no I like love for No love for Imhotep, huh? The poor mummy. No. Oh. <laughs> poor, no definitely poor, not. The poor mummy. The poor mummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what I read this week... And uh, it was a perfect example of I read the first issue and I'm like, yep, I'm going to get this in trade because it's awesome. Uh, Garth Ennis writes war stories real good. And I think, <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I think that we've we've come to uh, not only acknowledge that but expect it that whenever Garth Ennis plays in that in that particular sandbox, it's going to be really really good comics and then whenever he gets uh uh paired up with mr parlov um and we're talking goran parlov who he had done so much work with uh on punisher max yeah. that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be even better uh i so i uh i got a hold of um the fury max volume one is out in mm-hmm. trade paperback now mm-hmm. We're going to talk about this more in the eleven o'clockers. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh yeah, it's it's um, just about perfect. It, it is. Anna Anna has such a feel for for war comics in that he embraces them and tells amazingly entertaining and detailed stories within them without sensationalizing them, but you still have fun reading them. And, you know, I came to this realization, you know how hard it is to do that? To 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 not, you know, make a, a John Wayne movie out of it, but still have fun with it? I mean, there's there are some very serious heavy moments of like reflection and introspection in in these in, in in his war comics but whenever you put it down ultimately you've had a good time reading it that's that's fucking hard to do uh and and fury max you 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 start loving this character more and more as you as you read it and as as this you know the whole setup for for his for his max title, and it's the same fury that was in uh, the Punisher Max series. If you if you had read that, which you know I think is one of the one of the best comics of the last decade. It, it was it was absolutely phenomenal, and and Nick Fury shows up in that in that series several times, and this is that that version of nick fury it's not the it's not the six one six version and the whole setup for this is that fury is uh, giving an an uh, an audio memoir of of 
his life and and his and his service and so it's it's the old fury looking back on on his days uh primarily as as a cia operative it's after world war ii and the first part of the series starts out in uh, in indochina and they keep referring to it as Indochina. They never refer to it as Vietnam until the very end. And and it is very much French controlled Indochina through this story. And and it's the the push of communism in into that region. And uh, the United States hasn't entered that conflict and he's a cia operative and there's a an influential congressman that's wanting his assessment of of things on the ground and uh, and he gets uh, gets involved in in defending uh, a fire base there and you know it's just it, it's very similar to to the punisher max um uh, uh, born and then um, and then the, the last arc of the of the Punisher Max series and, and then this goes on and, and it, it it keeps kind of tracking his his career and this so it goes to the Bay of Pigs invasion as the next one but you know the, the the whole package is that that Fury is just the consummate soldier he's he's you know, kind of, I've used it, be, you know, before tonight. You know, he's kind of this force of nature character, and I, I, I know I probably should have come to this realization way long before I did reading this. Um, you know, I'd always, I'd always thought in uh, in Marvel that the counterpart to Batman was uh, uh, was Captain America because he was, you know, still a guy. You know, yeah, he had the super soldier formula and, you know, could do amazing things. But at his core, you know, Cap was still, he was still a man. And reading this, I was like, you know what? No, no. The the the, the Batman version in the Marvel Universe is Fury. Nick Fury is, is the Batman of the Marvel Universe. He's always one step ahead. He is the master strategist. He is the guy that has it figured out before everyone does. And he is he is still just a guy, but he's that smart. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, kind of reading this, I was like, yeah, Nick Fury is Marvel's Batman. And it was awesome. I, you know, I heard, I have read the first issue when it came out. I have all the others, and you are like the fifth person that has read it that has said it's like one of the best series in a long time. So, I'll oh, it, it. It's, it's 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 somewhere. I'm going to find a category. It's getting my best of something this year. Absolutely, respect. <laughs> Parlov is, is really Parlov has come a long way too. I, I think his his artwork is beautiful. It's, yes, it is. Yeah, he he's he deserves props. For sure, uh, as part of that. So you know, Carthenis is one of he's definitely one of those writers that uh, maybe doesn't uh, maybe just an Arthur. I, I, I don't know if he gets the fair the fair amount of props he deserves. He, he's a heck of a good writer. He, we don't I think the yeah. dude is brilliant. I mean, yeah. he created Crossed. Come on, I've been reading a ton of it this last few weeks. I've been I've been catching up on the boys because it's coming to an end. And oh, I've been boys. buying the issues this whole time out. And I haven't read it since I hadn't read it since issue forty. It's about to finish up on issue seventy-two, so I figured with thirty-two issues in the in the regime pile, I should uh, I should t- dig in. But uh, now nah, he's a freaking great writer, man. I mean, especially when he's in his wheelhouse, you know, whether it be espionage stuff or war stuff or or uh, or kind of the uh, 
the uh, you know the the off the off color stuff you know or some combination thereof. So he is good. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's take a one more live tweet before we we start wrapping this puppy up. This this one's kind of cool. What uh, this is from Rob C Vila. Did we do one of his already yet? No. Nope. He asks, "What is your favorite new comic creation?" Meaning what? Well, meaning what is? I guess what is your favorite new comic and or character? Uh, this this one's stupid easy for me. It, it's a three way tie: uh, Saga, Multiple Warheads, and Orkstein. I, I consider Orkstein new. Okay. Okay. So uh, among those three series, they, they they're vying for position as my my favorite of the new. I guess you can blend King City and Multiple Warheads. So I'm really cheating, but um, I'm, I'm more focusing on the the, the creators, uh, and except for Sock. What am I? Am I all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, so so he means this year new creation. You're taking it to mean recent memory. Okay. Uh, man. Uh. I don't know. Uh, God, I feel like I've read a ton of news. I just have to give. It, I need a minute to think about this because, um, well, would it would would American Vampire count? Is that new enough, or is that not new? I was. I'll give you that because I was thinking of Rachel Rising. So I'll, okay, yeah. yeah. Just because I mean that's I, I just adore that. I mean I yeah. I could read a thousand more issues of that. Um, uh, um. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with that. I mean, I'm just trying to think what else. Uh, I don't know, Chris, you got anything? My table is fucking whacked. You got anything, Chris? Chris Chris is checking his cabbage. Oh, 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 crackling, crackling. Yeah, yeah. Mike's crackling, yeah. yeah. He's not? See, I thought I heard something, but I looked at Skype. Hi. Got kicked out. Hi. Hi. Hey, buddy. So yeah, it was good. Oh shit! Oh, you missed it. We got a question. Uh, we got a live tweet oh. going on. Um, oh, like, favorite recent creations in comics. Oh, that's six Vince gun. said Orkstein and Saga. Six Gun. So, that's good. Good. Oh, that's good. That is good. Six Gun's excellent. Oh, that's good. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you just pulling one right out of your ace. You should have cabbage more often. Right. Doesn't that look good? Looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't like cabbage. I despise cabbage. But yeah, we, well, th- my problem my problem with cabbage is growing up in fucking apartment buildings in New York, and there's just those certain times where someone's fucking cooking it, and it's like it's right. the worst stench in the entire fucking building. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, that's nasty, dude. It is. It is. <laughs> Uh, nasty bombasty son. Uh, I would go with I, I. I mentioned Rachel Rising, and I, I gotta oh, yeah. echo Vince with uh, with Saga. Oh wait a minute, dude. Okay, uh, another one. Uh, definitely uh, Manhattan Projects. Love it. I need to read that. Hassan hooked yeah. me up with that for for the holidays, and I, I need to read that. Yeah, that is awesome, and definitely counts as new. Um, knew it. I guess we can't give it to the Valiant reboots because they're not new. They're just recreations. But... 
I would consider Elephant Men new. Oh, no. Really Relatively been, new, yeah. Well, that's yeah. six, seven years now, right? I mean... Dude, lifespan of comics is way yeah. longer than well, that. Well, going that far, but I mean, then you're, you're really opening the door, dude. Don't stop it. The ultimate. <laughs> the uh, ultimate. I mean, why, I could just say Deadpool, I mean... Uh, runaways. <sighs> this uh, episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has... Wait, been, oh, look, is it look, really that time? Right it is that time, yeah. Wow, look at Chris ready to keep going. Volpe's ready, dude. We can take another live tweet if you want to, Chris. Yeah, let's do one. Let's do Do another one. What do you got, Chris? Oh, I'm going to open up the window then. Okay, let me see here. Um, Oh, okay. Um, While I'm looking, Tom Morris asks, what's the worst comic book movie you've ever seen? And I'll look for another one. Worst comic book movie? Uh, Yeesh. um, Oh, oh, that's easy. Uh, Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that is a good one. I th- I think Catwoman was worse. Yeah. Nah. I don't consider that a comic book. Because Catwoman was like so so bad it was good. And it, was, it wasn't anywhere near an idea from the comics. It, it had nothing to do with the comics. Like they tried to turn League of Extraordinary Gentlemen into the X-Men. Like, yeah. that, you know, I mean, they're both real bad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, back in the AC days, we, had, we were actually you know lucky enough to have James, James Robinson on. I know. I remember that. Yeah. And he wrote the screenplay for it several yes, it times apparently and uh and he you know he said that that was you know that movie was was not supposed to be that way and then x2 x2 ruined that fucking movie because x2 comes out and it's such a huge success and the studio came to them and said we want this to be like this yeah. so they rewrote league to be more like x2 and didn't uh, Connery start flexing some muscles too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, 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 whatever. It's the last movie. And then they had to go and 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 in air quotes dumb it down for American audiences by fucking including Tom Sawyer. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love yeah, an American in there. The big old guar looking uh, Mister Hyde with the big plastic fists. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. You really see? You really don't get. Now that you guys are talking about it, you really don't get much worse, right? Mm, I guess you're right. Right. All right, so so um, Brian uh, Bettigs says this is my first tweet ever. Wow! Welcome to first the Twitter. Twitterverse, brother. Yeah, yes. popping daddies over here. Yeah, Got, gets his gets his uh, uh, gets his tweeples rolling. He says, uh, "What would you name your comic shop?" Oh, that's a great question. That is good. Yeah. Uh, I got it. What you got? Yeah. Command D Comics. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is close to yours. What is it? I've, for a really long time, you know, it's it's one of those, if you won, like, the state lottery, you know, not the not the Powerball, but the state lottery, you know, mm-hmm. enough to start your own business, but not to completely retire on lottery. Right. Um, I, I would love to open up a comic shop slash coffee shop. You know, so people come in and and have their uh, get their coffee and their scone in the morning, but it's also a comic store. Uh, dude, st- scones and comics don't go, man. That shit is well, greasy. Because I would insist on being partners with my boo, I would name it Munden's Bar, <laughs> and we would serve liquor too. Yeah, we would. Kirby's Comics and Coffee. Wow, and you would spell everything with a K, wouldn't you? Everything with a K. Oh, right, so KKK, that's nice. Yeah, you, I can imagine the clientele. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that's me. 
the greatest. Well, in, in, in light of my business acumen, I probably <laughs> should name my place the Great Disaster. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I've always wanted to open up a, a comics and, and coffee bar. David, you didn't answer, did you? I, I kind of like Jason's Monday's bar idea. Oh, see, thief. We'd be partners. Yeah. What the hell is this shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> These two with 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 the ball licking all the time. It drives hey, me crazy, they got, man. They got the little boo thing going. I, I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, boo. I I hear some jealousy. I hear some jealousy. He's very jealous. I'm jealous. Screw that shit. It's just that, you know what I mean. If you're gonna give it to one, you gotta give it to all. Bullshit. I texted my wife on different floors. Give me a break. You guys are in love. It's disgusting. Muy celoso. This episode of 11 O'Clock Comics AM has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Remember that. If you are looking to save money, and who the hell is not these days, right? dcbservice.com, they will fill your box with more comics than you can handle every month because you get massive discounts. You don't have to pay cover price, which means you have more left over to get new titles, more titles, extra stuff that you would normally not have, not be able to produce or purchase at a, I screwed it up, at a comic shop. For example, right? Kaboom. Adventure Time, Mathematical Edition, hardcover volume one, half price, $17.49. Image, the art of Todd McFarlane, world's second greatest comic book artist, devils in the detail. $39.99 Thirty nine ninety nine cover price, your price, nineteen ninety nine. And last but not least, please take a chance on this. Poison Elves from Ape Entertainment. Dollar sixty four. Come on. It's not gonna break the bank. Take a chance. Boom, boom, boom is gonna show up for me in the next couple weeks too. Well, how could they not, right? Um and here's uh, so DCBService.com. Remember that. Go save some money. Here is another obvious comment. In your travels. This should be self-evident. Do yourself a huge favor and read Love and Rockets, The New Stories. I read... Stop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, he's, he's insane. When this, wow. See, J- Jason is, is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. But, wow. like, like, he is not... He, I mean, he's not Christian. He's not perfect. He has that one little, <laughs> that one little gray this, hair. This is some uh, vote off the island bullshit here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, read Love and Rockets, the new stories. I read volume five, and I have to admit, I have been given Brother Gilbert uh, the business sure, sure. the past couple issues because the 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 Fritz movie stuff, yeah, you know, it was I it didn't really. Uh, I don't think it was creative enough. For Gilbert, and 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 it was just seemed like a departure from from what I expected him to do, which is on me. I, I realize that, but it, is. it in this in this new volume, which is volume number five, Gilbert returns to Palomar, oh, and nice. yes, and the and he's still doing the movie stuff, but there and I had to read it twice because I'll I'll admit it it's a little bit confusing. But once you pick up on what he's doing, he's doing a movie featuring Fritz as Bula, which is a parody of Luba. Like like Fritz in the movie has gigantic tits, like like Luba. <laughs> but awesome. she carries around a screwdriver instead of a hammer. 
and 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 she's so eager to just boss people around and exert her authority. It, it, it's it's Gilbert poking fun at his own characters and his own style of storytelling, and it's brilliant. And and I kind of I didn't give him enough credit for the movie stuff, but we couldn't have this issue if he didn't build the foundation with Fritz in the in the in the movie things stories. So and and Jaime is just you know amazing a bit of it's it's not a letdown but it's a bit of a departure a, a tiny little bit of a letdown after the high that was love and rockets volume four because that i mean like we've said if if jaime decided to end uh the locust stories volume four would have been the perfect place to do it but uh he he continues with more locusts in this issue and it's great the frog mouth is center stage and whenever Whenever uh, Vivian is in it, you know you're looking at some beautiful damn female drawing, okay? It's just great stuff. Love and Rockets, Volume 5. It should be self-evident. You should know to get it. But I'm just going to reiterate for those who haven't tried it. Love and Rockets is awesome. Awesome. It is awesome. Um, And for those that that weren't on the forum this week, um, go and listen to... Ramon's Mania. Okay. Done. I think I may have a treat for you with this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So, there. Go listen to Ramon's Mania. Okay. Got it. Who's it. up next? He wants to broaden me. their horizons, David. What, what, what? He wants to broaden their horizons. Oh, man. Well, there were... Shoot. There were a few things that I had that I, I thought I was going to run with. But um, one thing that just came out this last week, yeah, I think it was last week, uh, the new, from Dark Horse, the new Star Wars comic. Nice. Oh, I need to read that. Brian I heard it's so good. Written, written, My cousin, written, dude. written by Jason's cousin, Brian Wood. Uh, <laughs> and and um, artists pretty nice too this this first arc i think it's the first three issues this this is the this is our star wars universe this is episodes four five and six this is that that, that's the era this takes place in and this actually takes place between episodes four and five it's it's um it's after luke's shot took apart the death star and and uh now we're we're getting a little bit of uh of what's going on between between episodes between movies and um there's uh it, it's mostly at least in this first issue is is a story featuring Luke and Leia and and Wedge and uh and you no do Porkins? see Han and no not Porkins no not Porkins, <laughs> no, not Porkins. you do see um you don't uh, no Red Fox you don't see uh Han and Chewie, except for a panel or two. Uh, and then you see Vader get bitched out by the Emperor. It's, um, I, I liked it more than I, than I thought I would. I, I remember a lot of the Marvel Star Wars comics and, and especially mm-hmm. some of the issues that were drawn by, by Ron Friends, but I, I do cool. know how they kind of had to, um, no, those were the early issues for Carmine. But this was this was later and after the seventy after issue like you know into the seventies and whatnot. But um, I know that I guess because no one knew 
what Lucas was planning on doing with the movies for to a large degree Marvel had to wing it with some of their stories and still have still have their characters do things without I guess jeopardizing their lives too much so they could make it for the next movie so they 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 had to be creative I guess with their stories and some of the stories weren't not all the Marvel stories I read were fantastic some were good and and this is actually a pretty pretty unique I, I thought it, it looked great and I I I like the setup for it it, it um oh, who did I'll, the art and that's that. That's what I was looking for as you were talking to Chris, so I could not look like a bigger fool than I normally do. But I will. I will get that to you. Okay. I can just pick um, it up. Yeah, I know. See, how I'm many gonna... how many issues has has Brian Wood done of Conan 12? for Dark Horse? About, yeah. More than that, I think. Right? No. How many? I think past twelve now, right? At least by solicits. Carlos Deanda. Carlos Deanda, nice. Yeah. With with a really. Bad, not good at all in any way, shape, or form. Alex Ross cover. I'm not Ooh, a dang this cover. Mm. No, it's not a good cover. Dang, son. You know, the Star Wars, um, ex- I guess you can call it expanded universe stuff, is is really strange because even for how goofy the Marvel stuff got with the, like the, you know the, the I forget the rabbit's name the, the oh, giant yeah. rabbit, and yeah. I, I, it makes me think that initially. A New Hope was a fluke, and Lucas did not have that shit planned out. Because if if you uh, look, Leia kisses Luke in the second movie. Uh, but if you look at the the publishing history of the of the the stuff that Lucas obviously approved, Alan Dean Foster, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, came out not too long after the first movie. I'm saying that's, a great, that's a great book. It is yeah. a great book, but Darth mm-hmm. Vader friggin' dies. They burn his ass on a charnel heap. You know what I mean? So it, right, right, right. When, when they say Lucas, you know, oh, he had a vision, I don't think it's, it, yeah. it was as fleshed out as he would like you to believe. Well, but, but that's just me. Yeah. You can't the, fault the three movies that he did do. <laughs> the, the other three, bleh, whatever. Uh, the, the art is interesting because... Um, Adanda makes Vader looks like he's scowling, so it's it's oh it nice looks like he is mad and and the the emperor really does you know it, it was actually just one line where he says um uh when 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 Palpatine is talking to Vader he says uh, I do not need to remind just as you do not need a reminder that it was your failure to stop a single snub fighter that set the empire back trillions of credit and nearly two decades of work at no point did anybody ever say anything that you know what 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 the cost of the death star was and 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 brian would just hasn't like throw that out there it's like yo that that costs us some money and you done fuck that up so it's pretty cool um it it really was a a pretty cool first issue so i want to i'll be back for the second i want to check it out wait till you find out who did it (laughs) you cousin you and timmy that's my cousin. Um, another, uh, in keeping with the theme of, of uh, teasing books, we may be talking about more uh, on the O'Kloskers. Uh Listeners to our show know that I am a uh, unabashed fan of Mr. Matt Kint and just about everything he's ever done. Uh, and he's put together now a pretty nice chunky run of his new, new-ish creator-owned series, Mind Management. MGMT, it's a capital MGMT, uh, written and drawn by Mr. Kent, and it is, uh, it's, it's fantastic. I caught up with it. It is, the premise is basically that, uh, 
there was a uh, flight, a commercial airline flight, and um, everybody completely for- gets complete amnesia on the flight, save for one person. And uh, a female journalist or novelist uh, is uh, on the quest to figure out what happened on that flight and what happened to the person that didn't lose their memory and why they didn't and that sort of thing. And she finds out, and it goes a lot deeper from there, but it's basically, uh, if you're a fan, Vince, this is, dude, if you're a fan of government conspiracies, of uh, things like the occult and paranormal powers and the government, the government, you know, you know the kind of concept that the government would would look to monopolize those things if they could uh to their advantage this is uh you know in 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 much like he did with pistol whip and super spy he's layering just a ton of different uh uh threads that i'm sure will all tie together you know when he wraps up the series but uh but it's great now now kin you know kin's art style is 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 definitely his own i love it i love it to death um but you know it's definitely i would say it's unconventional so, you know, he tells, you know, it's probably your mileage may vary, but I, I think he's a fantastic storyteller and uh, and highly, highly recommend this book. Uh, I think they're through eight issues now. So eight issues and counting. Hook it up. I think I can read that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. All right. Any last bit of business before we uh, mosey on off to the... Hassan did not get me the Manhattan Project. That was, it was in an email where he was asking me about it. He ended up switching it up on me and um, and ended up surprising me with uh, with a different book. But that that's every time I think every time Jason brings up Manhattan Projects now, I think of I think of that email exchange with Hassan. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So I just want to make it clear. Cool, Mister uh, Hickman. I think the second time I got all staticky and stuff. What I was going to say was David. We got to get off our asses and get this Ryan Estrada whole story stuff out there. Wait, was he on chips? No, that's Eric Estrada. <laughs> Estrada. Oh, actually, oh. That's his son, the, though, right? The, the, <laughs> the, the, the whole story books are incredible. And David and I, I don't know if you guys bought them too. David and I have been sitting on a whole mess of yeah, pages. I, I read a couple of them, but yeah, I need to get back to them. And we'll only be having more because is the Kickstarter still going? Yes. Yep. Uh, the the whole story um, winter edition. Uh, it, it's like Ryan Estrada creates comics. I don't know if he sleeps, but if he does, he probably still creates comics in his sleep because he will throw as a bonus to uh, sponsoring his Kickstarter. He'll throw hundreds and hundreds of extra pages at you. I think in this Kickstarter, you're getting like what eight nine hundred comic uh, pages of comics for a lousy thirteen bucks. Yeah, it's sick. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. If you're and, if you're a fan of value, he he is providing you with value. Oh yeah, and the thing I like about one of the things I like about the most uh, it, that doesn't make any sense. But I like when he says, you know what, the Kickstarter is not over, but for those who have um, sponsored here, have some stuff right now. Like you don't yeah. have to wait till the end yeah. of the, the 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 campaign. You get stuff now. Show you right. Unbelievable, As Ryan right Estrada. Tonight, recording tonight on a Wednesday, there are 14 days to go. You have two weeks left. Nice. Get, so the day I'm we're pleased. doing the 11 o'clockers is the one you yeah. have to. Yes. That, that's, day. day. Love it. Do it. Yeah. That's something to that. Yeah. I read The Kind. I read Fusion Elementary and Fusion Future. And I started to read Heart of Stonework. Okay. Well, do me a favor. 
uh, in between this episode and say Sunday, send me a list of what you read, and okay. I'll try and be copacetic with you. And next episode, maybe we'll we'll get oh, down isn't that on cute. one. Sweetness, yeah, boo. Okay, boo. All right, yeah. boo. In a collabo. Oh, there's a collabo. Girl, Jill, too there too, so we could be cool. Yes. Okay, whatever, boo. <laughs> he trips <laughs> over. His, oh, see? He trips over himself. When Jason's around, he trips over himself. When Jason's around, <gasps> I got to answer a tweet from Jason. You know, Excuse I'm me. Always, I'm always getting. <laughs> I always get little emails. You know, whenever any of my booze set me up and 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 back something on Kickstarter, like like I think it was yesterday or today, and I got like a couple emails from Oh Jason Wood just backed and Scotty Young just backed, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised I didn't get any emails about anybody backing off the record DVD interview with Jerry Conway. D- uh, Jason did, didn't he? Uh, I, 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 he got I the special pubic. <laughs> he got the special pubic hair version. I was thinking that's that's something that's in high demand. I'm sure. <laughs> he's he, if you want to, if you want to hear him talk, just go on Twitter. He loves to he loves to hear himself talk. So yeah, you're awesome, Jerry. I love you, Jerry. And so are you, awesome, for um, listening to our drivel. And we hope you will come back next week and listen to even more. Because why? Because we love you. Because we awesome. love you so much. To quote my nine-year-old, because we're awesome. We are. Awesome. And Chris, guess what? I was just, You mentioned Ramones before. Yeah. I have yet another bone for you during the 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah, you got a bone for you. <laughs> I love and, your and, you're, and you were going to be like, I had no idea this book was even out. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. This is a Graham Parsons book or something? No, I'm not going to tell you because you'll be Amazon in it and, and getting uh, the jump on me. No, I want to surprise you. It is. I'll get the jump on you. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So let's, I think let's I just got him like all like for clump for there. For <laughs> <a second. laughs> you know how to react? I thought like my soul. Was <laughs> Come back next week because we love you. And call Davis. Yeah.
Oh, I was looking for 